to another episode of Morelia Python Radio. And in this episode, it's just me and Owen. I always enjoy chatting with Owen one-on-one. Uh, I just throw ideas out into the world and, and we discuss. In this episode, we get into some updates on how our breeding season is progressing. Um, where do we hope to take our reptile projects in the upcoming year? We talk about some of the struggles that a keeper may have with having a wide variety of species as opposed to a more focused type of collection. This is always a struggle. So many cool reptiles, so little space. We close it out with Owen's take on some of the harder to breed species. Owen has a number of these species that uh, would be considered hard to breed. And we chat about his thoughts on how he will try to have success where others have failed. So without further ado, let's get into the show. Welcome to Morelia Python Radio, episode 485, and in this episode, it's just me and Owen. We're going to be talking about all kinds of topics. Everything, anything. All kinds of stuff. Additions, breeding, uh, updates. Oh, my God. All kinds of stuff. (laughs) I keep forgetting. Uh, It's like, oh, we're in the midst of breeding season right now, man. It's like... It's kind of weird, right? Well, it it hasn't hasn't sunk home yet because I'm in that wonderful little transition that i usually am in every february i'm like nothing's breeding there are no eggs coming (laughs) god i'm terrible and then like in two months from now i'm like there's so many eggs why did i do this to myself like yeah so there's listen i have to go through my routine everybody has their breeding routine my routine is usually valleys of of severe depression sadness and loathing followed by peaks of too many eggs and loathing. <laughs> like it's, it's a lot of loathing. So, what have I done? What have I done to myself? Yeah. So it's good to know that uh, you're not the only one because apparently a lot of people think the same way. They, you know, everybody, including does myself. You get to the point like, ah, oh, nothing's going to happen, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, what have I done? It's well, it's <laughs> what'll happen is first off, we throw ourselves off because we start seeing eggs being produced in australia for the past like two months and i'm like what am i doing wrong wait sydney nothing <laughs> like it's <laughs> nothing i'm doing nothing wrong and then you know and then in the next couple months you're gonna start seeing the early clutches where people who actually have animals in the u.s that have produced get the early clutches and immediately you're gonna be like what have i done wrong it's like nothing you've done nothing wrong <laughs> like it just your shit's gonna go later so yeah 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 100 yeah. mm-hmm. um so all right well let's Let's start there. Let's start, Let's there. start with Let's breeding. go there. Yeah. Pinpoint there. What uh <laughs> how's the season going? Are you warm? Uh, Are you warming up yet? I'm warming. Sort of- I'm warming up and I filled I have filled the freezer of non-rodent things. And then I'm going to Hamburg this weekend to pick up rodents. So there will be great feasts happening here on Sunday <laughs> where <laughs> I'm doing nothing but every animal is getting fed. Um, I went to my friend's place and they're like, oh, we we had to we had to pop by this um, this food market near us. And they had weird things. I'm like, what kind of weird things? <laughs> and they're like, well, we'll take you. I'm like, yes, you will. And I went. It was like chicken necks and like okay. catfish heads and frog legs and everything else under the sun you could imagine. So. I'm just filling this cart. <laughs> like it was just like full of stuff. Um, so oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. So everybody's getting fed 
this weekend. I've warmed up a little bit and I've started some small feedings, but uh, this weekend it'll be like separate everybody, then try to feed everybody and then repair everybody, which is somehow like right now I have three female carpets that I know are definitely gravid. Um, okay. Just by touch. And also I have an ultrasound. So uh, <laughs> oh, there's that. Maybe. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so it's, um, so I know that, but then there's also, eh, there's about three or four other girls that I'm on the fence about and I haven't really seen a lot of action. So sometimes separating them, feeding yep. both the male and the female, they'll eat. Um, I don't know if you can't, you can't really see he's, but you can see my rough scale Python boy. He's in the top cage. Yeah. He will, he has been, all over the place. What is he on? That's a rock, what is he that's on? a rock ledge. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. That's the that's the rock ledge. But um, that, that's really so cool. He will be up. He's been up against that glass, like flaying around, and he's off food. Um, okay. Because the girl is a, a girl is right underneath him, and I guess he wants to get in there. And then there will be one more cage up here next week that will be the other female. And then once quarantine is cleared, uh, he'll go in with her. So, but he's okay. raging all over the place right now, trying to get in there. And I think that he would probably be. This will probably be the last season that I really, really have to deal with him going off food in the right. winter, because I, I think I would have more carpet males off food if they weren't mm -hmm. locked in with their females twenty four seven for the last couple months. Yeah. yeah, I wonder how much that affects them. I don't either. Know? I don't know because I like, dude. I have some boys. That are totally not for it. Like I warmed up all the colubrids, pulled them all out, and tried to feed the pine snakes. And my two pine snake males refused food, but oh, wow. they had just okay. been warmed up and just introduced to the females. Also, my Vietnamese blue beauty male refused food. Huh. So, but what are you gonna do if you breed all these colubrids? Don't then, no, 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 no. Don't <laughs> don't ruin my beautiful schemes with logic. Like, what are you going to do, Owen? Like that's okay. that's future Owen's problem, and that guy's a dick. So it right. is. <laughs> so listen, listen again. Process. We have to get to that point where the incubator right. is full and something else is laying eggs. And I go, dear lord, what have I done? Like we have to get to that Oppenheimer moment of what have I done? You so, might have to do internal incubation. Incubate, that's what we had to do last default. year. We had to, <laughs> last year we had to do the tiger incubation. Hmm. Um, just see, like I told you, look at him, look at him. Oh yeah, dancing Jesus around like an idiot. Yeah. So, oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, I, I, but they didn't eat. So giving them a little hmm. bit more time, a couple weeks in with uh -huh. the girls, right? They'll probably eat next time. Okay. So I don't know if it's if I didn't introduce the carpet males like i do would they refuse food because they'd have that one thing on their head but i mean several of these males have already bred their females so you know yeah they're not thinking about it they want food now <laughs> like it's yeah i you know i think it was on a it was on a i think i want to say it was on the aussie her podcast yeah might have been scott talking about it but i'm not 100 but anyway um basically you know, we keep we're keeping snakes in in a room, and what happens when? So if you if you're keeping multiple species, right? Mm -hmm. And let's just I say am. that those 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 snakes eat snakes. Are they always turned on by <laughs> the fact that there's, there's another one in, the in there? I don't know. Similar yeah. to like rodents. Would, yeah. Would 
You know what I mean? You know how your snakes like pop up? Look, when dude, listen, I come walking through that room with a bucket full of fuzzies and I have my adult retic is like, oh, what's in there? Like it's right. Yeah. That's a problem so with, like, with these very diets. They'll eat anything. Yeah. Now. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. falling out fish and there's a carpet pipe. Mm. I'm like, what's going on in there? Like it is. Right. Yeah. So it's a blessing and a curse. So yeah, that's, uh, that's something I never thought about, but, uh, Oh, but dude, yeah, um, I don't know. I'm interested to try. I got the the chicken necks. Yep. It it's a it's like a it's like a one of those. Yeah. It's a tube. It's a sausage. It's a chicken neck. Basically. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, all right, I'll give shit. I'll eat that. And like, and I I have a vacuum sealer for bags and stuff because I buy meat in bulk. And Jim had that weird thing where he bought pigs and had them slaughtered, which is happening again this year. Um, oh, okay. My father's becoming a farmer. Okay. Oh, fair enough. No, no, it's not good. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Something to think about. I, can, I can see him in a pair. Of I really can't. And something, <laughs> something about how I, I, he needs to purchase pigs and cows to have slaughtered to fight inflation, and that's all I got out of him. So, oh god, <laughs> so many things wrong. Oh god, <laughs> just, there's so many things. But anyway, oh. um, if we have carpet fest, I'll have food <laughs> so, to provide. Okay, fair enough. I am, yeah. but um, whatever we get. But the uh. uh so there's there's all that kind of stuff. So I have that vacuum sealer. So I, I buy these things and I just split them out so you can thaw out the whole bag and feed them up and chunk out stuff like that. So um, it's really helpful. It seems that you have started sort of a yeah. Did I did I do uh, something? Uh, it seems like you've started sort of a trend in this whole like uh, you know uh, very diet. I really didn't want to do that. I really didn't mean to be an influential person. <laughs> like I yeah. I, I, think, actually, I think I think when you fed the carpet, the, I think when you fed the carpet the fish. Yeah, that was I like, screwed myself with that. You know, it's they're like, wait, carpet can eat a fish. <laughs> it's got a mouth, doesn't it? And dude, that 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 female is just packing down mice now. I mean, there's no stopping her. But yeah, she was on minnows. That's the weird thing about uh, carpets, right? There. So that one you're talking mm. about eating ain't fine like here. A champ yep. here. Perfect. Didn't like. Never it had no problem. Never refused a meal. Nothing. You take it. Same state. Pretty much the same. <laughs> same setup. Weather. Maybe all a kind different of stuff. bin. Like it was right. <laughs> And all of a sudden it doesn't eat, yeah. right? So say I had the same problem with this Tully jungle, right? Uh, so Rob has this female Tully jungle. He sends it to me. He's like, here you go. Uh, it's the carpet cliff notes. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jungle carpet. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Gar I mean, the perfect jungle carpet mm. in, in all regards. Yellow and black, solid, beautiful snake. Locality, animal. Uh, you know, what else can you ask for? Anyway. The worst time getting this thing to eat mm. to the point where I, you know, I was talking to Rob maybe like a month ago and I was like, dude, it's only eaten once. And I've had this thing for like seven months Jesus. and it didn't lose any weight or anything right. like that. It's, and it, I'm it like, put itself into some kind of like a, it, it, it's almost like when they, yes. when they are, when they're refusing food because they feel like they should be refusing food, they slow down their metabolism. So it really takes them a long time to look like shit. So, yeah. yeah. So I, uh, you know, I, I, so I know that Rob produces his own mice, right? So he breeds his own mice. Right. So I'm thinking like, well, let me, let me try a mouse, right? right? And like, let me see what happens. Uh, nothing, right? So I'm like, okay, maybe because the mice are, you know, maybe he's breeding a different strain of mice or something mm. like that. If that's a thing, I'm assuming that's there, there a are, thing. there are, there are 
several strains of mouse, all okay. developed for different scientific uses. We just right. refer to them in, in the reptile world as the, the white mouse, which is actually a Swiss line, the little black okay. mouse, and then the um, then there's the fancy mice. Those come in multiple oh. colors. <laughs> I, the fucking mouse, but they are they're different sizes and stuff like that. Yeah. Gotcha. So well, I was feeding the what you white mice, right? Yeah. So uh wouldn't eat it, wouldn't eat it. So I said, all right, let me try a small rat. Maybe a rat will work. Mm-hmm. Try to rat. Nothing. Now, it would wrap the rat, but it wouldn't eat it. I right? hate so that. I'm thinking I like that. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's one of these carpets. I hate those things. <laughs> it's just like you gotta circle back. Like you gotta come, I gotta feed everybody oh. else and come back to you when you're standing there going, I, I, I the, yeah. My my Cape York male is the same way. Well, the worst same thing is that then they, so they bite it, they wrap it, they drop it. You circle back, but now it's switched mm-hmm. on. It's pissed mm-hmm. off. So you're yep. trying to get the rat. It's swinging at you, and right. like it bites the tail and wraps the tail and whips it over here. And yeah, right. Yep. This is world. So so yeah. From there, mm-hmm. I, I I tried to check. Mm-hmm. I tried to quail. Mm-hmm. Then I just stopped for a while i was like okay let me just take a break because actually at that point we were sort of heading into the the winter right right? right. so so this would be this would be an example of where i would like not follow my rule where everything doesn't eat right Right, because of the fact that it hasn't eaten Mm -hmm. right and like it's not losing weight so i'm sort of paying attention to it make sure that everything's good like to solve the problem now as opposed to like trying to Correct. <laughs> trying to massively quickly solve the problem right. as the animal's like <laughs> like on its last legs it's like yeah so i'm thinking like maybe it's just the change it's the pressure in... we have to put it in some kind of tube to get it at the same kind of pressure of air like in colorado yeah, well, altitude <laughs> yeah Rob, yeah exactly so i'm thinking like uh and then i was at the point where i was like i was talking to rob and i was like rob man this thing isn't eating and he's like are you gonna send it back and i was like no i'm not being beat by no, this I fucking jungle <laughs> carpet i'm just i'm not being beat i by have it. done it's, i've raised so many carpet fuck this thing it will it yeah. will bow to my will yeah, it will, <laughs> it will yes it, it's not gonna get me so uh but I, I honestly i was at the point where i was like shit i might have, have to, to send, send it back, back. Yeah. Because I mean, how long can it go without eating? You know, Again. This heart, you know how dishearted, disheartening it is. Because yeah. I mean, my female Ruffy was always the worst feeder for me. My my mm-hmm. older girl went when before she died, always the worst one feeder for me. To the point where I sent her to my friend Andrew, and he took her, put her in a bin, and then an hour later sent me a video of her eating a rat that she aced right out of the bin. And I was like, I hate this thing. Like, yeah, I, I know. I hate this thing. I feel your pain. I know for sure. If I send that back to Rob, that thing, he would be sending me a pics like, I don't know what's wrong, man. Right I, 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 don't, I don't know, man. Maybe maybe you just don't know as much as you think you know about carpets. They'd be like, son of a bitch. God damn but it. I was like, no, you're not going to beat me. Nope. But then at the same time, I'm having the, you know, Owen on my other side of my shoulder really going, <laughs> dude, there's only, I you mean, really you don't really and make have, a point, man. Like, this is a Tully jungle. You know, it's not like there's a whole lot of them out there. It's sort of like, you know. No it's, pressure. It's, anything, the, it's, the al- you... it's the albino Timor um, yeah. argument. You sure you want to be known for that to be that guy? <laughs> like, God damn it. No, I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to be that oh, guy. God, to I'm going to be that project. dude where it's like we had Tully Jungles till Eric tried to make a point to make his feed for him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So uh, so Christian Parr sent me a mail, right? Right. And um, so actually there was a mail that came from Nick. So uh-huh. both of these snakes came from Nick, right? So right. I'm thinking like, you know, uh, maybe it just has to – now the mail – 
eats no everything inside. Yeah. Here's the other thing. I, I did have a Tully jungle from Nick in the past. Mm-hmm. And he told me that he had, he had a hard time with this, with it getting it going. Right. So okay. I'm thinking like maybe the line is just difficult. You just I, have to find yeah. the right thing. Yeah. You know, find the thing that, that sets happens. them. It does. I mean, and you, yeah. you find the thing that sets them off and then they'll eat like crazy. So yeah. So, so I'm, I'm thinking, right. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, okay, let me put my hat on. Let me think about this. Wait How for you can to I... drift into like hamsters, hamsters. Will do it like <laughs> no, 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 no. I circle back to mice okay. and I said, I said the weather mm-hmm. here warmed up mm-hmm. like the past couple of days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, I'm taking advantage of this. Mm-hmm. So I went and I thawed out some mice and I said they were smaller, mm-hmm. right. Than what I would normally give. So you know, we've talked about this a lot. Me, you, Rob, Keith, Justin, everybody. We've talked about like you know where a snake in the wild isn't is not going to be like, oh, oh, this, this is too, this is a small I mouse. Can't I can't eat this. I need a large mouse. How dare oh, you bring no, me no, like, yeah. this small mouse? <laughs> you imagine the snake in like hunting position? Nope. Yes. <laughs> Nope. Like, nope. Nope. Too big. Keep nope. It not, moving. Enough. not the right color. Like it's just like, no. It, mm. Something move. Kill it. Like it is correct. <laughs> so I'm thinking, like, okay, let me let me offer. So this is the and maybe I'm just new to this way of thinking. Mm. And um I'm learning at again, as you sort of step out of the box of uh, you know, keeping just one thing, you start to look at problems. A little bit differently. Yeah, yeah. You guys already kind of do because you, you, Riley, Rob, Keith, Matt, all you guys keep <laughs> like love, all these different. I things. love playing the game of will the snake eat it? <laughs> like it is. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> like it is. <laughs> uh, maybe oh, that could go on the YouTube weird. channel. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the MPL. Well, we get you put one of those big long microphones. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, uh, then that's prices right. Yeah, that's the problem is. <laughs> The problem is, so like, I go to this market and, and I go with my best friend and his his three year old son, who is totally, absolutely obsessed with the snakes that I have, and right. all the entire time, will they eat this? I don't know. <laughs> like, and he's like, he's like, what about this one? What about this? What about this? I'm like, I don't know. So now I have to send him a video of all the things that he had me purchased because he wants to know <laughs> to if the snake eat? would eat it. Yeah, but he's like, what about this? I'm like, buddy, that is a cow tongue. I don't think so. <laughs> like it is, right. but maybe. That's, so, right. I like where your head's at, kid. Retick, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it's um. So yeah, but yeah, so, you're right. So I, all right. So I, so I, 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 I took some of Rob's thoughts and mm-hmm. I said, okay, let me try a. a I never really messed with prey size, right? Okay, yeah. So if I had a problem feeder, I always switched the prey rather than just never up, really down. thought about the size, right? Mm-hmm. So I went smaller, and I would say like not hopper, like right, like as soon hopper. as it's not a hopper, it, it, yeah. Because that's right, let's you know put it this mean? way: when you get a bag of hoppers, sometimes there yeah. are some hoppers that you would easily qualify as a small mouse. Then there are yes. some hoppers that are like, that is a fuzzy. Like it's, right. there is a variety of the bag, which is why when I tell people when they get snakes, I'm like, feed it hoppers, start with the small shit in the bag and then work your way up. By the time you're at the end right. of the bag, it'll be big enough. <laughs> like, yeah. Right. Yeah. Because one person's hopper is another person's small mouse. Right. And also is another person's fuzzy. Exactly. Another person, I, I, you know what I mean? I remember some guy came up to me at Hamburg and he's like, I'm going to start selling rodents. And I wanted to give you a free sample. And he gives me a bag of about, four rats and i'm like oh cool like these are 
smalls he goes those are my mediums i'm like <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, dude, <laughs> like, come on. Yeah. But um, right. because there is no consistency. Like you said that. Right. And also what I'm saying about the bag of like starting in the small hoppers and then working your way up, that's good if you have one snake. I have to thaw out an entire bag of hoppers. Yes. Like it's gone. Right. right. So yeah. Yeah, it makes it difficult. So there's consistency yes. with like if you if you're with a specific yeah, you go to rodents, the same guy. You stay with yeah. that same person yes. over and over and over they again. Have, they have the You're gram have weight of each right. individual side, and that's exactly right. But if you if you bounce around to different – like the medium rats for rodent pro is not the medium rats that I get from my guy over right. here who breeds my rodents. But, you know, my guy doesn't have most uh, – many of the birds or um, other things like that. So I usually get right. the birds from over there. So, yeah. So, uh, so I, I got, yeah. I, I fought, I fought out three of these, I'm, we'll call them small mice. Right. Okay. Um, and I, I went, I, I was like, okay, if, if, if it's warm now, I'm going to feed it like right at, like, I think it was like maybe four o'clock in the afternoon. Mm. And don't you know that thing ate it without a problem? Like just nailed it. Like, like nailed it like it was like never, it was like, yeah. never an issue. So. I'm thinking, I, I don't know. I'm just thinking like, okay, so was that size that really like, is it, was it the fact that I'm giving it a small rat? I'm giving it a large mouse. I'm giving it a, a, a and this is, a this is small almost, chick. this is almost an adult size animal or nah, juvie sub. Say it's like the size of, a, of one of my males. So, so like my maybe yearlings. 700, eight, 900 grams. So, yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah, my, my, yeah. One of my big <laughs> yeah. babies got it. I just, <laughs> I just heard that. Yes. yes. <laughs> I sort of wasn't paying attention. Just going over I, I was like, oh, That's, wait a minute. You become immune to such things. You just keep rolling. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> this is the professionalism we talk about at the NPR network. We just push just through. Push through. Don't listen. Always to go forward. Yeah. Always backward. forward. And always twirling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Uh, Simpsons reference. I know. See, good I'm getting job. good. I, <laughs> doing much better. I've been practicing. <laughs> God, um, I, I, yeah, we were talking. Yes, right. We were talking to Chuck, and we we're like, "Oh, it's all it is in herping." Because yeah, Justin said that. I'm like, when you say it like that, it sounds like a bad thing. Like, and it's, <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a bad thing if you're what not into the say? Simpsons. <laughs> Damn it! I wish I was part of the cool club. Why am I sitting here not knowing what listen, these jokes are listen, about? We all know. Listen, I know how we're going to get new copies of the carpet book, okay? Right. Dr. Julander, I now speak directly to you. How much DDP will it take to get two copies of the book? Tell me and it will, it will <laughs> become yours. DDP. Sweet lady DDP. <laughs> I will have a truck arrive at your house. Like it would, right. yeah, <laughs> a pallet of sweet lady DDP is waiting for you in your driveway. And if you fall through, we're going to Nick. Yeah. And we're going to offer him protein, protein powder. <laughs> as much protein powder as you could ever want. The best kind. Whey protein. Who's, who's, who's going to bend first? <laughs> like <it's, laughs> we one, will of, see. one of you will go break first, but yes. uh, uh yeah. Chris. Um so yeah, but so, yeah. I don't I don't so, know. So I got it going. Well, there's there's I mean, I've had that experience where you're raising animals up and you switch them over to the others to like you move them up. A size a little bit and they all yeah. look like they all look like just fat hippos and you're like well either they're all gonna puke or they're all gonna be or they're gonna keep yeah. it all down it's yeah. like so uh, or it usually happens where i run out of i run out of fuzzies 
and yes. they're not quite on hoppers yet. So yes, there's some I've of them. That too. There's some of them that yeah. look absolutely like, oh God, that was a big meal. So and they take it and they're fine. And you just don't touch that bin for a couple of days unless you smell something. But um I've also I had, had I had that I had that the other day where I was going through and I was looking at the the, the hopper and I'm like okay. Well you're like, why oh they're eating like right, bush pasta. Exactly. Like, but, uh, but they eat, uh, they eat the bush ah, possum and then they just that's the thing is they eat the bush possum, then they fall out of a tree and then they wander through the woods and then they curl up in a stump and they're accosted by a bat or a parrot. It's like and nothing happens. Yeah. I feed it a little bit too big of a meal. I jostle the bin, it pukes. So it. <laughs> God damn it. God damn sissy carpet. But it's, um, I would say that it's just, it, I've also had it where the transition from the smaller meal to the bigger meal, there are several animals that just drop it who don't, yeah. they're not okay with it. They're, they're, or they're afraid of it. Bread lie are the worst with this kind of shit. If it's yeah. not like hot, it, but it's a weird thing because they're reverse where it's like, it has to be hot and a bigger meal and then they'll eat it. If it's a smaller meal, they'll like, they don't want to go near it. Like right. a fuzzy and they almost prefer life. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's, yeah, it's just a weird thing. Mm. And so I, I, it ate one and I circled back, they ate again and I circled back and ate it again. And then today, it again. I'm like, <laughs> I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just, mess with fate and see if I can get this to go one more time. Yep. Yeah. It ate again. So it's one of these weird things, right? I, I'm not really sure why. Uh, maybe they just don't feel like eating. I don't know. I, you know, and this, I, and this I is the I female, right? Yes. Cause let's say if it was a male, it's <clears throat> trying to cycle itself and it wants to get in with the girl and which would make sense. Yes. Right. Yeah. It's, it's unless it's one of those mixed sex carpets, but Nick's pretty good at sex and carpets. So yeah, I mean, I would, I've never had one from him that turned out to be a, the My only ones that changed was because they went to somebody else who mixed up which one was the boy and which one was the girl. And right. then when they came to me, they I fed the wrong one. <laughs> no, I did. <laughs> so, <laughs> although, although um, I did pair them together because she, she laid this slug clutch last year and I'm like, well, clearly you're old enough and ovulating. So, so I did pair them and she's in shed right now and she looks huge. So I'm like, oh, cool. Nice. I'm gonna get a clutch of like four Brisbane. <laughs> like, yeah, <it's> gonna... <laughs> nice. I'm not gonna have to do with my horribly inbred coastals. <laughs> like, uh, I love and hate that project just because I'm looking at yeah. it and I'm like, they're gonna look so cool. Oh my god, everything's brother to sister. <laughs> yes. Like everything. What have we done? What have I done? Why is this here? We can't outcross. I'll be a pariah. It's like, yeah. So. So what I was going to say to your to what you My said about outcrossing, yeah. would you outcross the Russian Tigers to the Brisbane's? Thinking that that area is in southern coastal area. Where's Yakapuri Depot compared to Brisbane? Is it in Brisbane? Yes. Or, okay. Well, not in Brisbane. In Brisbane. In the, in the area. <laughs> in the area. Yes. Yeah, I would. So you wouldn't necessarily have Brisbane quote unquote locality carpets, but it's a, you could it's call a them Southern coastals, right? I mean, or you could just call them coastals. I mean, coastals. yeah, just don't, right. don't, they lose the Brisbane. It's still a coastal carpet Python. 
you know. Yeah. But tiger doesn't have stripes. It's it's not a, it's not a different animal. It's still a tiger. <laughs> like it's right. like <laughs> right. Um, so do we? Is it? So here's the question: mm-hmm. Is it better to have healthy carpet pythons than I to remain with this locality type? I'm gonna I bred mine together, right? And I'm going so I can cross. I can check mark that. Right. And then I'm probably not going to breed them together again. Okay. At least not next year. I want the female to grow some more. And then I, I might take my male and I might toss him to something else just to make some coastals or just to outcross or something. I mean, I don't really I don't really see him going back to that female within the next couple of years. Yeah. Which I, I it might be nice. I mean yeah. I have a bunch of red tiger stuff. He's very red and stuff like that, as opposed to like some, she's kind of got a a lot more cream color to her. Um, She kind of looks like what your male that was over here looked like. They almost look identical. Okay. Um, uh, My male is just, he's got some spots and he's a much redder kind of an animal. Right. Maybe you want to take him and toss him to red tigers. You know, maybe there'll be stripes. Maybe there won't be. Maybe that's just a, a good outcross. Maybe this is a good yeah. thing to get more blood in there. Yeah. I don't know what the right thing to do is. I think mm. for someone maybe like you or me, or Nick, Justin, you know, mm-hmm. people that have had, you know, uh, Balin would be another one, you know, yeah. that, that have some of these original, wait, but you were telling me the other day that I'm sort of the one in the driver's yeah, Bail- seat for yeah, a certain yeah. thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, Balin is trying to track down more, original line tiger stuff because all his stuff has got a lot of red in it and he's trying to get that and he has a couple really pale tiger animals but he really wants that original line like bone whitish kind of tiger and he and i were talking about that and i'm like i feel like an idiot because i sold that entire clutch of o-line tiger stuff that you and i did and he's like yeah i did too i'm like yeah we suck (laughs) like it's like you know he's like yeah we do so um but he's sitting there. Eric was right. Well, Damn it. But he's like, but he made he made a very good point where he's like, a lot of the original line tiger stuff are these that have been outcrossed, and those animals, they're getting old now. And I'm yes. like, yeah. So yeah. clock is ticking on that stuff. The first carpet I bought, mm. like really bought, mm-hmm. that was like a serious entry-level carpet was from Jason. Mm-hmm. And it was from his Tiger Jag Sib to Tiger Jag Sib. Mm-hmm pairing which was from leary and him right making tiger jacks. tiger jacks yep and these were just the cast off siblings <laughs> like, yeah yeah you know which is just basically coast coastal right? <laughs> <laughs> i let's put a fancy I, the, name listen, for these. the word sibling what it was used for was to sell the non-jag animals what it yes. should have been used for is for as a marker to mark mixed carpets so yes if you breed a pure coastal jag to a pure coastal tiger, everything that isn't a jag or a tiger is a coastal. If you yes. bred a jaguar to a jungle, everything that's a jag is a jungle jag. Everything that's not a jag is a sibling, like is a yes. jungle jag sibling. Now yes. I know what his parents were. It's a cross. Right, right. But right. no, we had to use the word sibling, and then we have to use the word cross. Yeah. So. Yeah. Oh, the young, oh, the young people, people. <laughs> you fools. Yeah. Um, but uh, that's an 08 animal. Yeah. 
That's <laughs> when I graduated college. <laughs> I mean, uh, God, that's an old snake. That Talon is an 08. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's old as far as carpets go. Well, dude, listen. In captivity. Well, and that's the, <laughs> that's the thing. Is like, so, so Talon's an 08. He has fathered far too many babies. <laughs> just so many of his yeah. kids running around out there. We're at the point where I went on Morph Market. I think last week I was looking at carpets. There are like three Jags that I produced out there. And I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I know wow. that one. Yeah, it's Talons. Like it was. And he's still producing Jags with um with other buddy. So. Oh, cool. And, you know, <clears throat> the other that the, after I bought those mm. that 08. I circled back in 09. Grabbed another one, right? I bought the I grab I bought three of them. Right. And that's where the the quote unquote sort of what you're talking about, that ivory bone um, white, white yeah. type of look. So and these the one is striped. And the other one is that one that's crazy tipped. But red here's the thing, like white. <laughs> we know we know there's there's tiger in there. Yeah. So the best way to get to the original line stock now. Is, yes. to, is to hold you down and make you breed your goddamn <laughs> like breed yeah. the shit goddamn it it's like yeah because <clears throat> you even though that one isn't striped it's gonna throw striped animals so will we get an entire clutch of tigers fuck no we're gonna get two or three and that's the best way to start it again yeah and the 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 probably the other thing and i've i've had this is mm. so i have two jags in my collection one is the Gamma Jag, right. just because I'm going to hold on to that. That's, Forever, that'll yeah. be a pet, you know, um, because let's, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, yeah. I'm just, <laughs> it's a beautiful snake. I mean, it's one of those, you open the drawer. I'm, yeah, I'm going to get rid old, of this. You open the drawer. No, I can't. No. <laughs> I can't no. close it. <laughs> the Jungle Jag that I gave you even Dude. hurt me. But the, the I, oh, you have to send me a picture Dude, of that Dude, she's one, starting to get big, man. I mean, yeah. she's still in a 32 court, but she's pounding down small rats. So I'm just going to keep throwing them at her. And she's going to put on some size. The other one that uh, I got to send you pictures of is you sent me that uh, Caramel Jag had Exanic. She, yeah. She's going to be ready to roll next year. So she's getting some size on her too. So, nice. Yep. Nice. Yeah. Um, and I have a, so I have the other one that I have is a, is a tiger Jag mm. that was produced by Balin in 09. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's the one that I gave Matt Minutola. And then he was like, I'm not going to do anything with this. And I was like, well, <laughs> if you're not going to do anything, I mean, think, just uh, like twist my arm. Uh, I'll bring, bring it back. back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so he gave it back and, uh, you know, the only reason why I'm going to breed that is because I wanted to have, so I don't have any female, to your point, tigers. I did. She died. Um, but uh, that's going to be my my way around. To, you, to, to be honest, you'd back. be surprised. If you if you took the tiger jag and you cross her to the right thing, um, you, you'll, you'll get a bunch of tigers. Like throw a tiger oh, through yeah. her. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. So that's the plan. So we'll see. That's what, uh, not a bad plan. I'm raising up a tiger jag. Um, I've been kind of doing this, this this tiger jag project since I was since I started. Like Talon's kid was Echo, and then now I got the two that look. They kind of have that creamish color kind of tiger jag stuff. Very nice right. bald back, reduced pattern. So, I'll, and I had the one male forever, 
and I just managed to produce the female to go with him two years ago. And I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> finally. And finally. Course, but the problem is, is that I got her and I'm like, I finally have a female to breed to this other tiger check. Why did I do this? Like, I'm not breeding the two of you together. Like, that's not right. happening. So I just have you two now. And I guess I'll figure out mates for the both of you. So it's but I haven't been I haven't been able to get him to breed. So right. It's really going to be really going to piss me off if I find out I had a girl the entire time. So, so here's my question yep. about the original line tiger stuff. Yep. Right. Yep. If I were to breed mm -hmm. a Molly Ringwald tiger, sacrilege to that, <laughs> would that be so? The reason I ask is because the tiger, well, I guess the jag sort of takes out the. So here's my question, Not right? If it has jag in it, yeah, is it original line tiger or I would is because just as close as you can get. It's the closest. Well, let's put it this way: an original line tiger male or female, yeah. whatever, was crossed with the tiger jag, and that's where your guys came from, right? Yes. Or well, or, yeah. or jag. A jag. Yeah, right. a jag. Which would have went back to MBB Benjamin, right? Right. right. The, because. Right. It was it was one of his kids, right? That was crossed into that kind of stuff. So, yes. whatever. I there's still original line tiger blood in there and yep. then you're going to cross them back to each other. So the original line tiger blood doesn't really go far. It's almost like you outcross the original line tiger and that was it. Right. And then throwing Molly in there. Now Molly is original line tiger crossed with Madam blueberry red. Correct. Now who's to say that these, who's to say that the Jag that was used was Correct. not MBB and Benjamin's kid. It was. All right. So now what you're doing is you're doubling down on the tiger and you're doubling down on the MVP. Right. 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 So what is going to come out of these things? I don't know. I assume they'll be neon. Like it's just, uh, I assume right. it will hurt the eyes and the soul. So I do it. So that's, that's sort of, again, man, there's so many. So here's the it, thing with having a fun. collection, <laughs> a collection like, a collection like I have or you have, right? We have a lot of these animals that are very, very close to the original stock, right? You know, yeah. it's only like maybe a couple generations. I, I maybe, yeah. And I'm starting to but realize that with, even though we might have gotten it later, it's still the same parents that the breeders were using, right? That or because we've had it for so long, like I can sit there with my caramel yeah. stock, and I'm like. I get to do fun things with this. And it's like, no, you had the original shit. Like you had original line right. caramel directly from the boat, directly from Paul that I've been fucking with these many years. Yeah. Breeding it to itself. But then also every once in a while chucking something else in because it, I was looking through old pictures of my old caramel jags and uh -huh. my first one from Todd and Carrie, which he, I mean, he was okay, but then like the one after that, after he died, after he bred a couple times and he died, I got one from you and that was a yeah. Paul Harris one. And he was like brighter and he was a little bit up on the scale. And then you can pair him to some of the tiger Jags that I've been like caramel Jags that I've been producing. And then you can oh pair it to the, some of the super caramel Jags I've been producing. It's like, you're slowly, you're climbing up the ladder a little bit and you're just like, Oh shit. Okay. Like, so, and that just comes from, picking the cream of the crop and keep going and keep going. Yeah. I think I, I don't want to offend anybody. Offend but everybody. When I think of caramel, mm. I can't think of anybody else 
that's really pushed that project further than you and Nick. I I have been unfortunately I shelled I went I zigged when I should have zagged. Unfortunately, I I wanted to do Tiger, and then it yeah. never really kind of worked out. So I went to Jag, right? And I mean, I have I have a female Super Caramel Jag that I'm growing up. Uh, she's, her name is Needle because she's a horrible bitch. But um, <laughs> <laughs> and, okay. But I. I there's she was born with no black on her it's coming in with like maybe a couple scales but Mm -hmm. there's no black around the saddles there's just a couple black scales on the saddles and that's it so she's creamy colored and then she's got these orange bright orange kind of like saddle things and i'm like holy shit so right i would very much love to pair her and i swear to this is why i haven't gone out to tinley if i go out to tinley and i see todd's like caramel super caramel tigers i'm coming home with one because i'm gonna want to take that super caramel tiger and throw it to these jags that i've just been refining for the last couple years to make this creature (laughs) like right that's what i want (laughs) so yeah i guess i guess i guess they would be another one that would come to mind Mm -hmm. like i mean you know and 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 i'm just talking about in the u.s Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. Uh, but like i don't think I don't really, at least in my mind, mm. I don't equate Todd and Carrie with caramels that are coastals. I yeah. I would say that I look at that as more of like caramel zebras, or yeah. caramel granites, yeah. or caramel, you know, whatever. But straight up coastal caramel, yeah. I just think of you and I think of Nick. And uh, it makes me think about, you know, when we started NPR mm-hmm. – you sort of had this focus. Yeah. Whereas I was sort of like more of the umbrella of, of it all. <laughs> what right? the fuck is happening now? <laughs> and it's not that I haven't produced cool stuff. I right. have, but I haven't really done what I really wanted to do is similar to what you did with the caramel. Mm. So it's sort of made me, I've been thinking about this as a recent, like sort of like, where am I going with my collection? What am I doing? What, 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 what do I hope to achieve you know what what do i have a goal what's the goal Mm -hmm. what what am i doing this for right Mm -hmm. and and it sort of made me think like i i totally screwed up in trying to keep it too broad Mm -hmm. and not really focus on a project Mm -hmm. like i think of the citrus tiger project yeah it's like what am i doing man Mm -hmm. like you know i I should be so much fire higher in this thing again you're right And I feel that like I got too caught up in the whole like, oh, I want to make a citrus tiger albino or a citrus tiger caramel or a citrus tiger granite mm-hmm. or a citrus, you know, whatever it would be. And that's all cool, but it sort of kept me from refining the actual citrus tiger right. where I should, in my mind, I should have now, now looking back at it, I should have stayed focused on just trying to improve those stripes mm-hmm. and then take a couple of those <laughs> a and few of it those and put them stuff. over here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> what it's, right. And then that's the thing is like, I, my original breeding of like a uh, 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 tiger to my caramel, I thought I was going to get nothing but like these gorgeous striped things. And when I had one baby that hatched out that way, it's right. like shit. So now that female I've raised up and I've been constantly like, you know, I don't know. She's kind of ugly for a caramel and da 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 da. The babies she throws when she's thrown in with a caramel boy, they're gorgeous. Right. And this year I have her paired with my super caramel jag male. 
So right. I'm like, give me those, give me those striped caramel things that I've really been wanting for all these years. So, you know, it, yeah, it it is it, it it's what you do with that kind of stuff. You it's to build the project. The best thing to do is get a bunch of them. So like I have several caramel females, like Jags, non-Jags, super caramels, super caramel Jags that I'm raising up that I just produced. And to be honest, I should have held back more. I should have a whole army of these things. Um, But I have them all in various stages, so they're growing up. But hopefully soon I'll have a bunch kicking around. Awesome. Dude, this year I – um. So I produced, I, I took a, um, I took an Exanic and I bred it to one of my, I bred it to my super caramel a couple years ago and I got those two and I bred them together this year. So I do have two caramels head Exanic that are breeding that she's grabbed. So, okay. I have no idea what those babies are going to look like. Do you, you still have a, a, a caramel Exanic, right? That you produce? I have that. He's he turned color. Like he got a lot of black on him. He got a lot uh-huh. of blue and a lot of silver. So I'm looking at him, and I I mean I know he started out like with white eyes, and he still has those like kind of white eyes, but he has a lot more exanic to him. So right. I don't know if he's a caramel exanic really anymore. I'm leaning more towards that he's just a really good looking exanic. Um, okay. I, uh, you know, I, I do have him. He's got a perfect, he's white underbelly, some black, but he's got a lot of blue and he still has those like white eyes. So huh. I don't okay. know. I would, I, I'm like I said, I'm leaning more towards it. He's going to end up being just a, a really nice Xanic. Um, but this year I have a good shot of producing some stuff. And if it looks different than him, then I'm going to be like, yep, there it is. Like that's, <laughs> that's how it'll be is. And, and yeah. the problem is with the him is, I also fell into my own thing of you need to, you need to let it grow up. So, yes. you know, and that's, <laughs> you didn't follow your own advice. <laughs> well, what I've, what I've done recently is for my holdbacks is I'll star them and then I give them a year. And then if right. they're not hideously impressive after that year mark, then maybe they're sold. So, and that's been helping out a little bit more with that because let's, but I, I hatched out a, um, caramel poshead exanic this year and i thought she was going to be something special so i kind of starred her and then as she grew and she kind of shed she kind of just looks like a normal like it looks like a, a, a caramel head exanic and i already have two of those it's like meh. she wasn't knocking right. my socks off so i i pulled her star she's she's up for sale and stuff like that now so right and that's what you got to do. That's a good idea. Yeah. That's a good idea. Like, let it go a year, like, sort of couple sit months. on them for yeah. a year. Yeah. I, dude, I have. Get a feel for where they go. I mean, even if it if it's not something that you necessarily want, I bet you it's probably easier to sell. Yeah. A yearling. It is. With it, some size and some color. Yep. Of at least knowing the direction it's going to go. Exactly. And then, um, like with those with those tigers, I'm like, I don't need more tiger boys. And then as they started to grow, and I'm like, Fuck this, no, these are mine. <laughs> like it is, I'll figure it out. I could always use this. So yeah, that was no brainer. Yeah, that's the that's the thing that worries me about breeding again is like, uh, like the holdback situation because I've always been notorious for holding you, a lot back. Yeah, you know? and like 
my collection will have come down and then it'll go right back. You you gotta do it. And you gotta think a bit more of like, you gotta almost manage it like a sports team. You're doing great. You're doing great. Got to make room. So who here can go on the job? Someone's got to get cut. And then, you know what you, 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 you talk to friends, you set them up. Like, dude, I have no want to do a striped jungle project. None. I have a striped jungle who has a question mark in his breeding. So he's not whatever. So right. I've been using him to breed with that ocelot jag. Okay. Cause it's, right. she's a mix Smart. already. So who gives a shit? Right. So, right. but they threw this male that is black with a complete yellow stripe going down his back. And I'm like, I, I'm like, he's gorgeous. I don't need him. But, Damn it. But then a friend of mine is like, I want to work with striped jungles. I'm like, I have the mail for you. Like, right. Take his ass. Like, understand this is what he's from. This is where he is. Well, I wanted to use, like, I kind of want to do a jungle jag project. I'm like, he would be perfect for that. He will yeah. throw this. He will do that. And yeah. So yeah. that's where it goes. So uh, if I can help out somebody who's got a project that they're working on with my stuff, that's awesome. Like, you know, Billy, you and I are talking about tigers, which is a dangerous conversation to get me in on because <laughs> right. now I'm just like, Billy's going to send me tigers. And then if Billy wants tigers, I'll send him tigers and then we'll all have tigers. And it's just, right. you know. Yeah. But even within that group, mm-hmm. right, there's so many different directions you could go. It's ridiculous. I mean, you know, ridiculous. we talk about the, the, there's the one pro well to okay to your point right i hatched out i bred the i wanted to breed the 07 red tigers together Mm -hmm. i did it produced the clutch sold them all except for two and do you still have those yeah oh my god oh my god yeah (laughs) yeah i kept back a pair breed them (laughs) but the pair i held back Mm. Sort of was sort of peppery. Oh, okay. Right? Yeah. 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 Had the, had the and yeah, the, yeah. 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 And then when you start to look at it, you look back at the mail that Balin used that to red, do that. That red tri stripe boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Had t- that dude, you imagine if you had Which that. Which is animal. awesome. I loved him. So I want to produce gorgeous. that snake. Dude, that's Talon's father. Like, I yes. love that snake. Yes. So that's the, 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 go- I, as soon as they popped out, I was like, Wow, that's an interesting look. Yeah. And I've seen it before, so I knew it wasn't anything like, you know, anything new or anything, mm-hmm. but I'm just like, wow, that's cool. And I, again, this is the cool thing about, you know, producing carpets, right? And every clutch there's like this <laughs> Oh, a new project. <laughs> like if we had, if we had buildings, we'd have so many. But it, Yes. So the thing is that and also because you slammed on the brakes and got kept those two with that peppery look, yeah, there are no tigers that are like that now. Because right. all red stuff was crossed with MBB stuff or yes. Russian red or thrown in with Jag projects. And now they're all like completely different looking colored reds, completely yes. different stripes, no peppering. Yeah. So those two mm. really, because my 07s, I, I gave, I think, two of the females to you that I had. Yeah. The one female that I had that produced that oh, clutch. Yeah. She, yeah. she um, actually... I think I forget how I I want to say that she had an issue with I bred her a second time mm-hmm. to produce them again and she had a problem with the with, eggs um, with the eggs yeah. and she died but uh but I still have two of those two two of them yeah a pair that would keep that 
line sort of going. So yeah, I think we're at the, we're the weird group of the carpet people, right? Because mm. we we have a lot of the projects that the, for lack of a better word, let's say the founders, or what we look at as the founders have, you know, Balin, uh, uh, Yasser, mm. Mutton, Paul Harris, mm-hmm. you know, uh, you know. I'm trying to think who else. Well, you know, yeah, you know, LASIK, yeah, or, yeah, you know, yeah. all those yeah. kind of things. All those breeders, right? And we have animals that came from like their original stock, which is closer to um I guess they're not as inbred. Is that the word I'm looking for? Well, you know I what would I mean? say that what that we we the closer you get to the original stock is you get to the to to animals that were being imported, and then in certain lines you get closer to ones that it's almost like as if we in certain projects when you go further back you get closer to not inbred animals because everything was being imported and with certain stuff going forward is better because things were smuggled so it's like certain projects back is good because then you get to the original not inbred stuff like that but then other stuff you kind of got to go forward like I, i think more Darwin stuff, especially with the albino, is you get into more animals that were possibly smuggled direct from Australia, outcrossed, yada, yada, yada. So I say a lot of albino projects are going to be pretty good about that. If you go further back with, say, jungle projects, we never really talk about it, but how many jungle lines have been inbred, in-crossed? I mean... It used well, to be. It used to be. You had several lines of jungle. You had to go to. A lot of lines. You had to go to this guy to get his jungles because he had black yeah. and yellow. This, but more and more people, as like a side thing, would have like their racks of ball pythons and their two black and yellow jungles, and then right. they breed them and then they get rid of them and this that and the other thing. So, I think we're getting more and more into now is that uh, I it, it's kind of hard to tell different lines of jungles from each other now because a lot of them have been crossed and also there's not really a there used to be looks you could go to for the different lines to get this to get that and yeah now there's it uh, Hair sort. it's kind of so, a mixed bag yeah i i i think i said this on carpets and coffee a couple weeks ago but like you're right it used to be like you know andrew hair is one that sticks Mm -hmm. out to me right i just his his jungles all had like this very unique look to them jake milbrat Mm -hmm. sort of had a lot of his stock i remember him sending me pictures a while back we were talking about the whole poison ivy thing but like um yeah i i he you know whether it was the tipping or whatever Mm -hmm. you know just just really really like really cool looking jungles and sort of I thought and again this just goes back to like what you think as mm. opposed to what reality is and it wasn't until sort of I I I had a group I do this thing right mm. I I have it in my notes app it's called like uh, carpet python diary right mm-hmm. and basically every day I'll I'll go on Facebook and I don't really answer or post or you know but I I'll, I'll take the picture mm. take the info and just store it in my notes app if it's right. something that stands out to me as cool. And one day it was just like jungle mania or whatever was going on. And like when I actually looked at like when I had a, a the screen in front of me and you could see like six different jungle carpets all together, mm-hmm. 
There is really like I used to just think like okay, it's just yellow and black, right? Like when you look at it, there's different shades of yellow. There are, right? Yes. I mean, some of them are more of a lemon yellow. Mm-hmm. Some of them are this, you know, this bright ass, you know, bumblebee yellow. Some of them are more of a gold. Um, Dude, I you know. miss I miss fifty fifty jungles. That used to be a thing. Is that yes. a fifty fifty jungle was a jungle with broad ass bands of yellow yeah. and broad ass bands of black, and it was like. I I miss those animals. I would love those kinds of animals. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I don't know. So yeah, I, I get, uh, I get sort of, uh, when I look back at the pictures from the past mm-hmm. and you start to look at some of the jungles from the past, you start to see that there, there used to be a lot of variability yeah. within jungles and you don't see it as much, but there's still some of it there. But I think that everybody sort of focuses on that same look. Though. Right. Right. And and to your point, it's sort of just sort of melted pot. It's just a melting pot together of now we have this yellow and black snake. But like, you know, well, shit, the 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 snake that they made the MP logo was a 50-50 jungle right. yep, that yep, Sean Christian yep, had. Yep, that yep, thing yep. Was freaking amazing. Yep. You know? Yep. And it's it's just that's just the way it is now. I mean, you know. Yep. yep. That's why I'm that's yeah. why I've Right, I have like snake ADD at this point. I'm pretty sure it's you do <laughs> ridiculous over here. So oh. we have the breeding part of it, but yeah. then we also have the new additions. My insanity, yeah, continues. So I was saying on carpets and coffee that you, Riley, and Lucas, it's like watching crackheads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's not good. getting a score. It's not good, man. <laughs> it's like it's a, it used to be. I, it, I need the, help. <laughs> craziest thing, man, is like I used to be right there with you guys, but I really haven't. Well, and also it's one of those what snake in a while, dude. It's the worst thing is that I'm not looking. I'm not actively. Yeah, no, you just just like, what am I doing? Happening. It's a, so, um. Yeah, dude, it's like I, um, I, I pick up the rough scale python this weekend, so that's another one, and it's an okay. adult female. So, um, and that's you know another thing. Um, and then I traded one of my blonde hognose snakes uh, to my friend Dan for a Baron's racer. So that happened. That happened. Um, then I trading an olive python. To wait, 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 stop, stop going stop. back. Okay, we can't, we can't, we can't, we can't gloss over like, the Baron's Racer. Okay, going? all right, all right, yes, <laughs> Baron's Racer, Baron's Racer. Okay, yeah, and she's kind of blue, she's not like blue, blue, but she's also really young, so uh-huh. I don't know if she's gonna turn blue, er, but if she kind of stays the way she's at, she's kind of like a dusky, bluey green kind of a deal, and I'm like, okay, that's awesome, and if. The horn is soft like a rhino's horn because she smashed it up against her deli cup and she went like this. I'm like, oh, it bends like the, the rhino horn. It is just a scale on their face. What <laughs> right. is this for? Like, and yeah, so that's a good question. But she's like, it's like, it's like rhino in one hand, BB gun, <laughs> barons in the other hand assault rifle like it's like (laughs) it's like oh shit like it is something about her is just i mean so do you have plans on breeding these well i need a male i need a male and then i will do that i i have you're gonna look for a male 
Oh yeah, like dude, I already okay. found a boy. I just need to. I don't have. Oh, I don't okay. have a shit ton of money, so I'm gonna wait. Oh, okay, and, I got you. You know, if I sell some snakes, if I get more of that sweet, sweet snake money, then I will yep. jump on that. But I also got to fill my freezer. So the uh, the objectives for this season of summertime, when I'm uh-huh. flush with snake money, is uh, a ring python male, an Angolan python male, and a Baron's right. racer male. Okay. So yeah, because. Okay. Um, which I love it because I got her and I I got kind of excited. So I threw up a picture that my friend had taken of I think I think it was him or his or his girlfriend holding the Baron's Racer in their right. hand, which right. I, I do not recommend. <laughs> it is right. It is still a rear fang venomous snakes, and you don't know how you're gonna react to it. So I posted it up on my Instagram. And five seconds later, not even five seconds later, <laughs> Nipper sends me an article on the dangers of the venomous. And he's like, and I'm like, I, and my immediate response to him was like, it's not me holding it. Like, ping, I didn't even open the link. I knew right. what this was. And I just sent it. It's not me holding it. And he's like, that's whole. And he just starts laughing. And I'm like, I'm like, is that okay, mother? Like, is it all right? Like, I'm okay. I promise. Like, so, but. He's like, that's a cool species. I'm like, yeah. He and I have gone back and forth about those a while. Nice. And they come in such really cool colors. They have the blue, the green, yep. the brown. It's like, they're all good looking. Like, I can't. My fear is that I'm going to be like, and now I need all of them. <laughs> like, and now I need all the colors. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's but, always the fear, right? Well, yeah. But the plan <laughs> is for them is to set them up in, because they do get pretty big, uh, is to set them up in the three foot cages but then do a pass-through tunnel like I've been doing with the Team Moors and a couple of other things because then when it comes time to pair them or something like that, I can just undo the tunnel and I won't have to have too much interactions with these guys. So gotcha. it's kind of like a hands-off okay. kind of approach. Um, she's cool, though, dude. Like, she's thin as a whip like i mean she's small and she's fast and i'm like this like this is what mamba training is like it's like it's it's so weird because i was i was cruising facebook yeah, right yeah doing my carpet python diary thing and uh as i was cruising through this like this thing was white yeah they, there's some white and, ones yeah and it was it was a baron's race and i was like oh man this is cool yeah. i have to show oh in this yeah and i sent it to you and you're like well, you're, you're like, you're like, you're like, you're like <laughs> you were like, will you please get these already? I'm like, funny you mentioned. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I'm glad you said something. Um, I like, I so like it, shit. it's, it's, it's cool. It's really cool. Yeah. So, okay. So that's the plan this, this, this summer is that's the additions you're bringing into the collection. No, those are the ones I need oh. to get. <laughs> like, oh, uh, oh, okay. those, are the, those aren't the additions. The additions, the uh, list keeps okay. going. But it's because, yeah, Argentine boas and Angolan python and uh, Mandarin rat snake. Like that list keeps going. But those. Did you get a one Mandarin rat snake? Or is that Riley? I, Riley has. Or a, you have Riley's. And I will have Riley's. It isn't still right. with Riley. Gotcha. So Riley has a male Mandarin rat snake, and he's like, "Oh, right. and this thing pisses me off. I'm gonna <laughs> like with all the other colubrids that piss him off. He just sends it to me." <laughs> man, you got the best of both worlds, man. And when I just the, keep when I'm of, done with the python, yeah, I, I send it to you. He's done with colubrid. He sent it to you. Yeah. Like, enough. I had to figure send out. I have to figure out shit to send to you guys. I have to start doing dwarf monitors so that we can have yeah. the exchange. Like it's right. Um, 
but it's like so he's like uh he's like i'll send you the mandarin you know and and breed it and we'll figure shit out i'm like okay so uh i went to the last oak show and uh one of the guys i know down here he does a lot of colubrid stuff a lot of asian colubrid stuff too he's the guy who has a clutch of hundred flower rat snakes that i want him just to get start eating and then I'm okay. No, I need to. You don't let me buy hundred flowers. <laughs> no, don't. You're supposed I to. I don't have. Me. What are you doing for these things? <laughs> like, it's like <laughs> <laughs> Riley's really bad influence, dude. <laughs> like, <it> is, <laughs> yeah, I think he's broke you worse. I don't than know I what's going you. on with me. Like, it's, I'm like, it's crazy, man. <laughs> it's like, I'm watching you guys, and you're just uh, like, you know, I'm like, I'm gonna get rid of these carbon pythons. Get me some Asian colubrids. <laughs> It's like, uh, wait a minute. Jesus Christ. Um, <clears throat> anyway, he had uh, a pair of mandarins. And okay, he came over and I had the, the olive pythons on the table and stuff like that. And he goes, he also has a pet store in Jersey. Right. And he's like, dude, he's like, that's awesome. I love getting that like off the cuff stuff to put like in a really cool display at the pet store because you right. know he's like even if it takes a while to sell who cares it's awesome to have there and sure. he's like yeah. would you do a trade i'm like right. yeah what do you got and he's like he's going over all the stuff he's like i have some mandarins i'm like sold sold american like i give him, yeah i need a mandarin girl and he's like all right, right i only brought a pair with me so if the females here at the end of the show we'll do a swap i'm like okay and then, uh, of course, he sold his pair of mandarins, which I can't fault him for because they're like right. five, four or five hundred bucks a piece. I sold all my olive pythons, but like two. <laughs> like so. Um, so uh, I'm bringing the olive python to Hamburg and he's bringing one of the other female mandarins that he has. So, oh, OK, cool. Which is the cool thing is because like so Riley doesn't really know locality for the male. Right. And he knows locality for the female but it's not like really important kind of a deal he just so right yeah right. so that's good okay. to do that um <clears throat> they are cool they're snake. really they're I, gorgeous I, yeah so, they're beautiful snakes and it's again it's one of those things that i past owen would be nervous as shit to have that thing near him because it's it's a mandarin snake and mandarin rat snake and i'm told they only like it cold and you have to keep them in refrigerators and they die it's like no they just well i think that I've talked to Rob about mm. these in the past, and the wild caught ones for sure die. Of course, um, but the captive bred ones, I think. Well, clearly, at some point, somebody had to successfully to do well, the, yeah, <laughs> keep the wild caughts at some point. But I think so. So some of them have made it, but right. uh, well, and notoriously though, the, they don't they don't do well. And, and from what I've heard from like this guy and Matt Most and a bunch of other things like that is that. If the colubrids, if they hatch and they don't eat, put them down for winter. Put them in a cold right. room. Let them experience that. Bring them back up. They'll start eating. So right. I, I'm, I'm yeah. Okay the uh, I think the the captive born and bred ones though are are a lot more. They are. I mean, then that's true with everything. Solid. You, yeah. You, as yeah. you start moving away from those wild caught stuff, you get into the better things. So. Okay, mm -hmm. we're we're gonna put it put in that for a I second, mean, but um, <laughs> I want to talk before we hop off about hard to breed species, right? Because I had this talk with Riley on carpets and coffee. I'm not doing shit, and and you have a lot of these. I do, projects. I do, and so they all just stare at me. <laughs> after I talk about some of the additions I'm gonna make this year, yep. which is very few, yeah, um, we'll 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 get into that. But uh, 
So what else? What else are you adding? Well, so that's it. The, the, we we so this weekend is the Bairns. We talked about we talked about the Mandarin. I'm going to your house and I'm getting the Angolan Python because you and I are going to try that. Where I'm going to grab a yep. boy and you have a female, so we're right. going to try that. So that's a new species for me. Yeah, and it's very close to a to to ball python world, and I think this is the closest I'll ever get to ball python world. So. They're so unlike a ball python, That's but yes, the only I know what I can you go mean. there. Like yes. it looks like a ball <laughs> yes. python, but I yeah, it kind of does. Yeah. Yes, yes. So yeah. uh, that's going to be interesting. Um, and they're cool snakes. Yeah, though. I know they're they're really cool. I, I know. Like I, I dude, since you got them, I've been like chomping at the bit to possibly get into those. So um, that'll be fun. Yeah, for me, one of the they're one of those they're one of those uh, species. It's like, am I ever going to do anything with this? Mm-hmm. You know. Probably not. So, I mean, my focus is Australia. And there's not Angola is not near Australia. Australia. (laughs) So, you know, with wanting to do bigger cages and stuff, you really have to be very aware of space. You do. You really do. (laughs) You know what I mean? Really, really do. Yeah. yeah. So it's like, uh, well, I. Where, where I, I could sell it, but then I'm like, well, no, Owen might want one of these. And that way, if he produces them three years from now yeah, or whatever, a couple and, babies, and, and I'll be like, ah, I really yeah. want to get back into yeah. Angolans. Or, you, you go. or you can take them and sell them and fill your freezer. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah. Right. So it's, so I'm going to, I'm going to give that a try. Um, that's cool. So that's, again, that's a, that's another. So this weekend, I've picked up three new species. How many species are you with now? Now, do you have a total? Yes. Oh, I thought maybe I you do. had a note. Where, I do. Oh, you do. I do. Okay. I do. Yeah. All right. Pull it up. When I did, when I did THP, I'm like, I'm gonna need to figure this out, and I did, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> so I'm gonna take a guess. Wait. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Everybody, everybody out there. Hold on. You're listening right now. Take a guess. Put it a number in your head. My guess is going to be. 27. 27. All right. Would you like to know what it is? Oh, God. It's got to be 45 then. (laughs) (laughs) You're in between. It is with the addition of the blue bear, with the addition of the Baron's Racer, which I didn't know I was getting until earlier this week. It is 34 species. Wow. That's cool, man. It's daunting sometimes. <laughs> Thirty-four species doesn't feel like that, but it is, man. Well, this this will this will segue great into the whole idea of hard to breed species. But mm-hmm. uh, but before that, so is that are you are you what's what's the goal? Forty-five. No. <laughs> No, I mean, uh, right now... There is no goal? It's just happened this way. It just happened <laughs> this like, way. The, the, plan this. The goal, realistically, at this point is to produce... I, I, I always wanted to have a diversified collection and a diversified table when it yeah. came down to those kinds of things because I, I really hate being... Excuse me, at the show where... People are like just carpets, and then they pass over. It's like, well, fuck you, sir. Yes. <laughs> like it is right. like, right. So, but then also, I enjoy the challenge. I really do, and right. I really enjoy the um, the tick off the the checklist to get the new thing to breed, yes, to produce yeah. the babies. Like, 
And it's weird because when I get it for that first year, I'm like, holy shit, this is the best thing ever. And then right. like, I mean, dude, like, listen, I will still get excited every time I hatch a carpet python. That, that just happens. Yes. But right, sure. to see something new, something I've never hatched before. Sure. It's an accomplishment. It is. It's a, it, it's a, it's a check to uh, you keeping mm-hmm. these species in a, in a, in a way that you're able to, you know, reproduce them and, and, and it, have a variety yep. of so many different and it habitats keeps and, things interesting. And it also keeps sure. me moving. Like I would never have tried minnows for carpets if I hadn't had a shit ton of baby rhino rats that were eating minnows. Right. So right. it does also keep me fluid moving and evolving as opposed to just <laughs> the carpet Python eats the fuzzy. Like, and that, right. this is all the carpet Python eats. Sure. So yeah, there's that part. There's of something it. to that. Yeah. There's something to that for sure. So I, I've been enjoying that, but it's, it is, it's just kind of seeing what I can do. Yeah. It's, it's, so for me, mm-hmm. I have to, my brain works in a way where I need focus, mm-hmm. but at the same time, my brain also works in a way that like I'll be in moods mm-hmm. where, you know, I think I've talked about this with music, right? One month I'm like, I'm listening to nothing but, you know, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Right. And the next month it's like, I'm listening to nothing but, you know, Metallica. Then the next month it's like, how could I be listening to Metallica? Yeah, like, it, like all jazz. Sudden, you or, turn it like, on, you know, like you turn on the Metallica just like and you're like, oh, and then you don't I've need had it. Enough. Yeah, you don't need it for yeah. three months. Yeah. Right. But it's not that you don't like it. No. It's just that you need something to, to stimulate I need, your brain, I need, right? I need to keep going. Yeah. Which has sort of led me in the direction that I went in, right? So, mm-hmm. like, how can I focus and sort of not focus at the same time? Right. So, I'm like, okay, well, my focus is Australia, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Which Big carpet continent. pythons fall yeah, into. Yeah, it does, yeah. So, I can sort of still get my carpet python fix and learning about carpet pythons even when I'm not learning about carpet pythons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so it 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 makes me approach them from a different way. If I'm learning about a, you know, an acumonitor, I'm going to be learning about, you know, where they're from. And, and, and then I'll be like, Oh, Oh, I know a carpet that's from there. Mm-hmm. You know you know what I mean? This, right. this is yep. like kind of connects yep. it in my head. So that's sort of like what led me into wanting to go down that rabbit hole. And to your point, it's really, it's changed how I take care of my reptiles. Mm-hmm. It's changed how I observe my reptiles, you know, because when you're doing snakes, you could go shit. You could go days without going in your snake room and you'd be fine. Yeah. yeah you know um, what I mean? Not with lizards. No, that, there's a little bit of a <laughs> different know. subtle thing. There. Yes. Yeah. They right. need a, uh, it's so you get this interaction mm-hmm. now at play with, with the animal and you're like, Oh, okay. Like the blue tongue, I never in a million years thought that I would have a blue tongue, mm-hmm. but dude, I got to tell you the thing's like a dog. Yeah. I walk up to the cage it's right at my eye level and I open the thing and the thing comes over with the blue tongue sticking mm-hmm. out and it's just sort of like sits on the edge of the, the cage and it's just like looking out, you know, like, oh, okay, uh, are you feeding me? What are we doing? You know, you're going to mm-hmm. take me out or, you know, and it's, I don't know, it's pretty cool. Well, but, um, and, and I would say that also I've gotten into this point with my reptile career where I have a shit ton of friends that are also yeah. breeding these animals and stuff like that, like, on my list, my Woma pythons are on my list of species that I own and stuff like that. They're not here. They're with Lucas. Right. Like, so, right. and eventually they will not be mine anymore because he's going to produce them. And then 
after right. a certain amount of time, they're his. Like, and that's just how right. that goes. So I'm I will remove them from my list, but until then, I'm probably I'm sure gonna something will take its place. Something, of course, <laughs> will take its place. So right. and and there's a lot of that kind of stuff where I just wanna dude, if I could get my team wars to breed, I'd be happy. So yeah, so see, like or how you look lips. at Timor Python, yeah. how you look at Walma pythons is how I look at Timor pythons. Mm. It's like, yeah, I tried them, wasn't really for me. Out the door, yeah, out the door. But you know what? Still it, a cool snake. They're, still, they're awesome Appreciate snake. The fact I really they, like you them. Know. Lucas absolutely fucking loves them. So oh, yeah, he take them. And you know what? He if I, I seriously think he's going to succeed where I failed miserably several times. Yeah, that woman looks huge. So I think he's yeah. going to get eggs. And do yeah. I get to reap the benefits of having somebody who's passionate as fuck breed my Woma pythons for me? Yes. But yes. it's like, what did I give up? My Woma pythons for it. Fine. For a couple years, though, or for two years, though, I, I'm going to have some Woma babies, hopefully. Right. Just, again, diversify the sale, whatever. Sure. And you know what? Yeah. If after I grab those babies, I start going like, you know what? These things are badass. I'm going to keep one and then I'll have Lucas send me another one that's unrelated and I'll raise these up. Like, I don't, who knows? Yeah. But yeah, I have, uh, <laughs> I want to add an olive python male. Yep. Okay. I had Jesus Christ. I had two of them and I don't know. Like, I don't know what happened. Some anyway, just, dude, I mean, you, by female though, she's dude. Some projects, rock solid. some projects just, just keeps giving you haymakers. I mean, it's true, right? We always chalk it up to something we did wrong, and which is possibly, you know, possible. But you, we always forget the, the, the underlying thing that's there. It's like we're not, we're not trading books. Mm -hmm. We're trading animals that are alive. Yeah. And sometimes shit happens. Die. Yeah. You know what I mean? And well, it's um, was it uh, the one guy who bought one of my my last female olive that I produced this year? Right. He's a uh, he's apparently. This is now his like third olive python that he's bought that was supposed to be a female. Right. Like, cause he bought his original pair. And then I think he said he lost his girl and went and got another one, turned out to be a male, went and got another one, turned out to be a male, went and got another one. And I'm like, dear God. So, like, you don't think I'm going to like sex this thing three times before it leaves my house? Like, I'm like, I really don't <laughs> want to send this dude another boy. Like, right. it is, I'm nervous as shit, but right. it's like, that happens sometimes. Like, dude, sure. How many yeah, times should yeah. I should be drowning in Maclots Python babies at this point? Okay, right. I should be able to breed fucking Maclots Pythons, but I cannot right. get Maclots Pythons to breed because they either keep getting cancer or being a male. Like it is. Right. Poor Glitch has gone through several girlfriends. So I think that's I think that's what happened with my olive i don't know why but i i seem to think that or some some kind of heart thing yeah uh, with the one not the one from you yeah. um but the 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 other one yeah um the head albino one yeah oh yeah Wonderful. the head albino male that i had well and yeah. also you're gonna mix you think about it that way too it's like how many olive pythons are in the country Whew. i mean uh it's yeah. a good question i mean the original stuff there can have been that many olives brought in. So when you guys I think there was eight bloodlines originally, originally, but to your point, yep. right? How many I are think here? that every, uh, or did everybody get I, all the baby I, olives out of the same box? Correct. Mm. Well, no, 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 no. I, that I don't know okay. that I don't know, but uh, my impression of things were, is that sort of like the idea that, well, it's an olive Python. So yeah, we just bring them all yeah. together. You know it's, I mean? it's all like mixed what? at this point. Yeah. Right. So it's it's just a a, a mixed pot. I mm. think the only 
the only two, well, the only one that I know for sure is a is a bloodline that's separate from the other stuff is the head albino stuff. Yeah, but how long is that going to hang out there? Well, because look, I don't let's know. put it this way: if I if I lose an olive python out of my pair, I'm going to get I, I have the ability to get the first olive python I see because I know what it is: it's the fucking olive python. This right. isn't carpet world where I have to now double check to make sure this is the right subspecies morph this that and the other thing if an olive pops up i can grab it if it's the right sex and true now i have no idea what mixed bloodlines i'm gonna have to be eventually i think it's gonna end up getting where somebody's gonna breed their olive pythons and they're gonna hatch out a couple albinos that they didn't know they were gonna get that's possible so i think that's probably what so that's pro that at this point that's i have i don't really have an interest anymore in producing an albino mm. olive if it happens it happens you just want to produce you know, olives uh, but i i just want to produce olive pythons but big babies the female i have <laughs> yeah. is a head albino right 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 and so if i get a male from you that would be non-head albino yeah. so i would produce possible heads so to your point right it's going to get out into the into the there world there they go, Off we go guys bring them together and yeah. boom out pops an albino all somebody has to do is buy a pair from you and breed them together and potentially there could be an albino that pops up yeah you know yeah ultimately that was my plan right i wanted mm -hmm. to be able to outcross them somewhat mm -hmm. um really again never really i'm not you know, albino olive is it's a solid white snake. Okay. It's off yeah. whitish kind of deal. You know, <laughs> they're cool yeah. looking. I mean, I never yeah, yeah, yeah. hundred percent. I never really wanted to because I think if you if you if you keep it all white, I don't know about you, but can you keep your albinos clean? It's hard. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Most like, of the time I open it up, I'm like, good job, you're covered in shit. Like it's right. like and, and it and, seems like that they're in particular, they just sort of like you know drift towards it. It's like stop it. Right. Like let me roll around. Yeah, it's like bit. and I keep my olives on mulch and stuff. So cool. I'm gonna get an off-white snake so it can be kind of brownish for the rest of its life. Right. Pass. Like it is and who knows what albino could do i mean the second you start getting genetic mutations involved who the fuck knows of course yeah. i'm saying this and i'm trying to breed a um i gave my my proven breeder female the year off and right. i'm trying to do with the other girl um and who knows yeah i mean for me uh, you know i want to add i want to add that mm-hmm there's, I don't want to say what it is, but Justin has a specific uh, carpet. You know what it is. I do. That uh, <laughs> like, I would want to add in the worst way. Yeah. Um, hopefully he produces them this year. Um, like, I mean, to me, that's sort of the ultimate checklist off the, off the carpet. It, it is the closest thing you can. <laughs> no, yes. no, it's the closest thing you can get to your dreams, but you can't yes. cross that line. So I can't, yeah, it's you're like, all the way up here, and right above that line is like Imbricata and Owen Pelly. So everything you put dancing on the edge, <laughs> you know, like ah, you're, you're sitting there waiting, you. like any minute now. <laughs> so, um, so there's that as far as carpets go. I, I would like to add, um, um, if it's available to, uh, so an inland male is it a male mm. no an inland female mm -hmm. yeah an inland female from justin's the aar line yeah uh, of of uh that 
Obviously, I need a rough scale buoy. That would be something. Well, and I may I do- be able to help you. With- finally, I will <laughs> finally fulfill my, yes. my, my promise. Right. Uh, <laughs> and hopefully I'll be able to fulfill the uh, your uh, hypo. Uh, yeah. Oh, so. <laughs> God. Yeah. That would be, um, we have to have like some sort of like, it's almost like a signing of some kind of treaty where it's like <laughs> sitting across from a table, sliding them over. It's like, right. finally, yes. <laughs> My snakes from that I wanted to add last year mm-hmm. were pygmy pythons. And Justin has a real nice pair for me uh, nice. set aside. So as soon as the weather sort warms of warms up, uh, we get to have that warms up. snake shipping weather. Yes. So uh, I'm looking forward to adding those. And that's sort of, other than I would really like to add um, uh, a reduced pattern Darwin. Mm-hmm. Yes, do that. Uh, I would, Please I would do that really, because I, would really like I really to want that. to, but I can't. <laughs> like, I don't, yeah. I don't, I need you to like pick up that slack. <laughs> like, yes. <laughs> Have you seen the, like, I, and that's the problem is like, I think they, they finally came out with the reduced pattern albino one. And that yes. thing killer, but I prefer the non-albino oh, one. Yeah. So it's like I, the contrast in the non-albino one. I'm like, hey, the albinos are gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I want the other one. I want the other one. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I be, I'm with you 100. So, so there's that. As mm. far as uh, well, let uh, me know when you're gonna order them from Todd. I might make. <laughs> I'll toss it a caramel time. Yeah, there you go. Oh, yeah, that's true. One shipment come over. It's like, oh, yeah, it's good. Yeah, we could hook that up. (laughs) I would love to add, uh, I would love, I would, I'm, I am going to add some geckos. That's for sure. Um, Free range. Yeah, free range geckos. Yeah, you're, yeah. like we're, nipper. We're doing the show, and like one is slowly crawling yep, across your screen. Across like the the... Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah keeps, no, he'll he move in a second. The, the flies will keep in check. Uh, I'm really enjoying the uh, the underwatersaurus mm-hmm. and the uh, oidora. I, I really like those a lot. I would love to add. Obviously, Strophurus is, is is the dream. Very high on the list. Um, I would love to add uh, Amicola. Um, you gonna make other buddy the, give you a leech on us? No, <laughs> I'm from Australia. And not can't, but, can't do it. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not venturing into crested geckos. Like I do not or, want a gecko yeah, the size no. of Roxy. Okay, no, like I don't no, no, need no, no, that. No, no. <laughs> no. I'll stick with my blue tongue skinks mm. for that. Uh, but uh, yeah, I would love to add uh, those. I would love to add. Um, Probably one real high up on the list is is uh, the Centralian knobtail. Oh, to, okay. Uh, to add those and have a nice setup Good. for them. I'm gonna you. You need a big Ziploc baggie, and every time a gecko sheds, you put it in the bag. Dude, I, no kidding. Uh, they shed like crazy, and Good. I have a, I have a bag me. over here for you. Oh, I have it there. It's Good. a bag for I will get it tomorrow. I'll get it this weekend. <laughs> yes, I need yeah, to have I need to that prepped for uh, Mad Hog babies. Yeah. I'm like, uh, oh shit! I gotta save this for yeah. own. Zip lock it up, <laughs> drop it um, in, dude. This is and, then, and again, I, that's the other part of it. I now I have to have friends save me gecko skin. <laughs> that never happened. Before. <laughs> yeah, uh, King Gorum. I would love mm-hmm. to add those the uh, the King Gorum monitors um, to to sort of. Uh, well, I would love to add Mertens, but I you you, you need gotta a, have we need you a, just need once we you just need to have Mertens in order to do that. But yeah, <laughs> once we once we get the uh, once we get the Serpentarium up and running, you can add the Mertens. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, of oh, course. That is, yeah, that's no yeah, no, no I mean, problem. That, it's totally. 
<laughs> well, yeah, that's really, uh, you know, obviously I, I have to add blackheads. That's a big one. Dear God, you do that again. Yes, yes. And that sort of would round out, besides green trees, it would round out Australia. all the, the Australian monitor, monitors. No, there are many others that you haven't gotten. I mean, oh, <laughs> oh yeah, there's tons. No, um, but, but except for that's sort of certain ones that are well obviously i we can't have king uh we can't have scrubs can't have king and pellies yeah you know i would love that you're you're talking about rear fang venomous i would love if it was available night a night tiger mm-hmm. oh i would keep them in a heartbeat mm. in a heartbeat i, I, need, I need to stop with this rear fang venomous shit because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm i'm dipping more towards boyega and like you know mangroves and stuff like that and i'm like no don't do it <laughs> like it is well my dad had them when he when I was a kid, yeah. and uh, they were cool. They were they, they're, they they're were really awesome. Cool I, I need to stop. <laughs> I need yeah. to stop. Ugh. I think uh, as far as skinks, I might add like a group of uh, uh, Agernia depressa, mm-hmm. like the uh, pygmy, uh, the uh, pygmy spiny tailed skink. Why not? Yeah. Um, those you know those. Yeah. St- Kind of like an ackee, but in a skink form. Yeah, and then like when you have a, when you have a problematic carpet, you can grab it and just rub the fuzzy on it, and then just try yeah. and see what happens. Yeah, I need to borrow you. Come here, you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's sort of like what I want to add. But so, I guess for the last half hour, we're going to segue into harder to keep species Man, or harder to breed. Species, harder to breed, hard right? to keep, hard to hard. <laughs> yeah. What do you? So, so the, the sort of the, the idea came up, right. Mm. That, you know, me, Keith and Rob were, were talking and we were sort of saying that, um, you know, basically Keith was saying that, you know, with Bolins as one of these harder to breed species that, you know, there's, there's something different about them than say a Python. So, so to me, so, mm-hmm. and, and I, and I thought about this more after talking with Riley and I think the thing of it is with, with, when it comes to these harder to breed species to where my mind was at mm-hmm. is that as far as pythons go, even though they may come from different habitats mm-hmm. and different parts of the world, you know, whether it be high elevation, I shouldn't say, yeah, high elevation, yeah. low elevation, that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, cold, hot, warm, you know, humid, mm-hmm. whatever, dry. Um, they basically are after the same thing, but they're utilizing their environment right. to sort of get to whatever that would be. Let, let's just say for sake of argument that they're trying to get an internal temperature of 82 degrees, mm-hmm. right? So they're going to figure out whatever they have to do within their environment. So if you're a diamond python, you're going to have to, you know, out go out and bask. Whereas if you're a green tree python, you're you're probably already at that at that right. temperature. Right. So you, you, you might have to go to the necessarily shade. bask the same <laughs> yeah. way. Right. Right. Or you, you have, have to, or you have or, to get away from the sun to keep that. Correct. Yeah. If you're a Darwin carpet or a Centralian mm-hmm. carpet mm-hmm. or you know or a Bradley or whatever, you, you're gonna take shade during the day right. and, and try to do whatever. Right. Um, certain species try to stay are, out of that hot. Certain species you know, are going heat. to seek the sun, others are gonna hide from it in order to maintain right. that body temp. So yeah. So the idea was, and I think this is where I've always gone wrong with keeping different species, right? And I think this is, again, where the idea that, you know, this species sucks, right? Mm -hmm. This species sucks because it doesn't fit into the box. So for all, pretty much all Indonesian, say, subtropical Australian uh, 
pythons, they all sort of fall into that same box, right? Mm -hmm. You sort of can all keep them sort of, you're going to keep a Mac lots the same way as you're going to keep a coastal carp for the most part. You know, there's really not going to be too much of a difference. Maybe they might breed at a little bit different time of the Mm -hmm. year, but for the most part, your approach is going to be the same. It's when you get into these outliers that you sort of have to say, hmm, hmm, you gotta, really you gotta think around, about it. Right? You got to do it a little different. And also it's like the, you know, can I keep it at the same temperatures? Yes. Can it flourish at the same temperatures? Yes. Can I get it to breed at the same temperatures? That. No. <laughs> like, and, that's, and that's the most important thing right. that, that I missed from Terry's original statement about keeping, you know, everything at, at a at a at the same tent, mm-hmm. right? His approach was is that he has this group of snakes that he has in one spot. That's you know his serpentarium thing. You know, so how can I keep all of these species and maintain them so that I don't have to worry about all these different mm-hmm. rooms and this and that, right? So what do they need? They need eighty degrees. So mm-hmm. if I keep them at this. You know they're gonna they're gonna settle in. They're gonna be fine. Everybody's gonna be the same. We sort of follow the same parameters. Blah 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 blah, and the world is happy. But they may not breed all the time, right? So in my mind, and a lot of other people's minds that listen to Terry's show way back in the day, it was Mm -hmm. sort of this idea like, oh, I don't need heat lights and heat lamps and radiant heat panels. Right. I don't have to worry about fire. We can get rid of the heat tape and no more thermostats. Set it to 80 and walk away. (laughs) Yeah. You know? Right. And I think for some species, that's actually what they need. Right. right? So I think why people can keep green trees and things like that at that more steady temperature like that is because that's what they prefer. Yeah. That's what they prefer. Mm -hmm. Right. So they're sort of easy to keep that way. But, Mm -hmm. um, when you're talking Bolins, White Lips, Timors, you know, these these sort of, you know, species not, that, are, that, are, or that are turning out to or, or, or looking to be more difficult to breed because right. we haven't figured them out. Right. The ones that so might need an extra So what's your thoughts on what it is? I think there are so many different ways to skin the cat. It's ridiculous. And I think that every species might need some triggers to get into that kind of breeding sense. I would say that I have been my own worst enemy when it comes to breeding these difficult species numerous years because they're not together at the right time or I pulled them apart for something else or carpets normally go at this time and I didn't notice that she was ovulating in July because I was like, well, she didn't breed and all the other carpets didn't. I separate it. So that's my mentality now is so my guys are doing okay. Like my teamers are growing, they're eating, they're doing their thing. I'm giving them temperature fluctuations. And now what I'm doing is I'm giving them interactions with each other. Like, so I pulled my teamers apart. They were actually together. I separated them and then I fed them both. Right. And I waited for them to both finish eating. And then I reopened the tunnel and the male was back in with the female that night. So okay. that's what they're that's what they're going to do now for the rest of my time with them, because I don't give a shit, dude. Like I, I'll have eggs in September. Okay, <laughs> like, it's just like <laughs> so. So you are you of the mindset that like the reason that so so one of the the topics that came up, I think mm. this was on the um, 
you know, Nick said this, Ryan said this, mm-hmm. where this idea that like, you know, the reason that people aren't producing these is because every year they sort of change something. Yeah. Something about yes. what's going on. Right. And, um, I, I, I sort of, well, again, that's why I prefaced this whole conversation with my thoughts. And I mm-hmm. sort of thought the same along the same lines, but it, but it's not necessarily like I, to me, you know, I'm also open-minded to the idea that, that, that there might be more to it than what we think, you know, the I, whole cosmic octopus right. type of deal. It's yeah. like, what is that trigger for Bowens? Mm-hmm. that like, you know, and, and one of the things that, you know, me and Rob were talking about this is that like the idea that maybe, you know, typically here, Northeast, mm-hmm, right? We mm-hmm. cool down our pythons. How long do we cool them down? A couple months? A couple months, yeah. A couple months. What if What if you have to cool down something like Bolani or Timors or White Lips? Several months or... For six months. Yeah. What if, or, it's, what if it's only a couple weeks? What if... And what if, right. what if their food cycling is they eat every every freaking two hours when this migratory bird comes in, but then they don't eat for three fucking months. Right. I think, I think part of the problem with a species like bow and I, right. Mm. And, and, and the idea that you could sort of put all of the pythons into one box and sort of keep them all the same, right. Mm. Is that a species like bow and I, who, who may be exposed to a couple hours of UV or mm. heat a day, right. Because of where they're from, they're going to take advantage of it because they may go say they go. I mean, I'm not really yeah. versed that well on the, the, the temperatures and stuff in the highlands of Papua New Guinea, but I'm going to assume that there could be days that would go by right. where cloud cover and it's raining and it's mm-hmm. just miserable and they're, and they're not able to sort of get to that temperature. Right. right. So, so even though they are going to bask, but they may it's sort of like the way snakes eat, the way we feed snakes in captivity, mm-hmm. that they're going to keep eating, right? Mm-hmm. They're not going to have a turnoff because they're thinking like, oh, okay, well, I'm just going to eat while I can. Because it's going to eventually it's going to stop. It's yeah. all going to go dry, right. right? So if you have a Bowens and you're saying, okay, well, I'm going to give them UV and then they go and they bask in the UV and they're just going to stay in that UV. Mm-hmm. Is that good or bad for them? Because they're just going to try to stay there right. because they don't know when the they're going to try to get as much as they can. Yeah. Right? What if they're being kept too hot? I think a lot of the right. big things is that we keep a lot of pythons and stuff like that too hot. You know, I think darker species like white lips and bull and I, they're dark for a reason. Same way dim- diamonds are. They have to sure. get out. They have to soak up as much sun and heat and UV as possible because it's going to be gone soon and then it's going to get cold. And then they need to right. find a place where they can bed down and hold on to as much heat as possible, whether they go deep underground or into rock crevices or sure. find heat somewhere else. So I would say that. You're exactly correct. If you give a basking spot to an animal, they're not going to question it. They're just going to use it. So I've started doing the thing where I've set up my cages where they drop this to like there's there's a 70 degree umbrella or or parachute or safety net where, yeah, I don't give a shit what my guys do, like what the cages do at nighttime year round now. Right. Like if in August those cages drop close to 70, that's fine. It's August. They're warm up. That's fine. Mm-hmm. It's right. in wintertime. I start moving that net further down so that cages get cooler and cooler and cooler and cooler. That's fine for carpet pythons. They'll breed at 70 degrees. But pushing some of the Asian collier breeds and 
the Timor pythons, the white lips, this, that, and the other thing, even olive pythons, they need that drastic deeper down cold and higher up heat. So that's what I'm starting to do with things like the white lips is give them that big temperature swing, but also provide them a big amount of space. Like uh, the six foot cages is what the white lips are in now. So they have big heat panels. So the hot spot for them is quite large. So when it's on, it's on and it takes up this big area. But then they also have a lot more of a colder spot to use in this, that, and the other thing too. And to be honest, I see them more often than not over here, under the water, in the water, up high, do whatever. And then they usually are over here in the morning time. So right. morning time, all the snakes are out on top of their bins, right under the heat panels, soaking up the heat. End of the day, they're usually either somewhere else inside the bin. Ain't nobody sitting up top basking anymore. Right. They're usually somewhere else. So right. you need that movement sometimes. One thing that 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 popped in my brain from listening to Scott on the last Aussie Herp podcast, mm-hmm. um, Scott and Robin, they were talking about large monitors. And um, one of the things that they were talking about was um, – just the, uh, I'm going to totally butcher this because mm-hmm. I sort of didn't like read up. I'm just sort of thinking of it off the top mm-hmm. of my head. But since we're having this conversation, it sort of made me think. But like with the deep heat pro- projectors, mm-hmm. right? So these deep heat projectors are sort of supposed to take the place of like a radiant heat panel mm-hmm. or, um, you know, a ceramic heat emitter, right? Right, right. And they're radiating heat that supposedly gets into like so it's getting into the the core of the animal right mm-hmm. they're they're absorbing that heat in a different way so mm-hmm. with some of these more you know harder to breed species is it the fact that they're not ovulating because they're not getting that you know like yeah, so maybe if if they're not getting that heat maybe that's not allowing them to go go all the way well i would right? also say that a, the female goes for heat once she ovulates, right right yeah well i would say this that a female snake is going to ovulate when she thinks it's time to breed and we've already discussed that there's so many freaking triggers that could cause a female snake sure. to ovulate sometimes right. just the presence of the male will get them to ovulate good yeah. so i would say more often than not i think one of my major problems with white lips is i miss the ovulation talking with ryan talking with other people the ovulation for white lips is all of a sudden she looks like she swallowed a football and then two days later, gone. So if you're not paying attention, male's not in looking there. at them constantly, right. you're going to miss it. Right. So I've started to do introductions. I've started to, my blackface white lips are now going to be just like my Timor pythons. They're going to be separated for feeding. And they're going to go back together unless I see somebody hurt somebody or they're on opposite ends of the cages. I'm going to give them the option to be near each other. Yeah. So... I think for me with mm. that, well, let me ask this question. Do you co, you don't cohab. I will be. Right? You will be. I will okay. be cohabbing the, um, I'll be cohabbing the blackface white lip. I will be like doing this weird kind of semi cohabbing thing with the adult Timors where they're separated for feedings. Or if like, say if I catch them in different cages, I might close off the bridge, feed everybody and then reopen it. So right. they will have constant interaction with each other because gotcha. I, basically I she's going to cycle. She's going to cycle right. eventually. And then you'll be right so there. So you're of the thinking that eventually she's going to get into the rhythm right. of your room 
Okay. Because like, and it, that's where, and I would agree. Like the the whole thing with Nick and Ryan, what they say is changing something does throw them off. I would say you could keep them the same way for like five, six years, but if you're doing the wrong way, you're still not going to get anything to go. But here's Keith's pushback on that yeah. bit. Like what? Like how do you figure it out if you don't change anything? Right. So the problem is that you have to change things. But you can't – I think more often than not, people do drastic, mind-numbing changes. Like this year, I'm going to keep them – I'm going to swing the temperature here, and it's going to be this peak, and it's going to be this low. And then next year, they change the temperatures, but they also change feed schedule. So pick one. So like the – and this is – this is a – I think think diamond pythons more than anything probably – show what I'm talking about as far as like, you know, you could breed a jungle carpet, you can breed a coastal carpet and, you know, an IJ, let's Mm -hmm. say, and, you know, you don't really, an IJ, you don't have to really, you know, change anything too much. Yeah. Jungles and coastals, you know, they're probably in the same, same sort of a sense. Yeah. They need sort of a nighttime drop. There's always a debate on whether or not, you know, it used to be, oh, you only have to take them down to 75. Nah, you got to take them to 70. Nah, you got to take them to, you know, I think what it is though, is that they need that nighttime drop. Right. right? They They do. They need to swing kind of drop. That's, that's, that's a bigger drop Mm -hmm. than what they normally would get say in the summer Mm -hmm. of of whatever, wherever you're from. Right. Mm -hmm. So if all of a sudden, like our temperatures would be what they're like, what summertime it's going to be, what's 90s. The let's say 90, yeah. 90 degrees during the day. Mm-hmm. And at night you're looking at like 70 degrees, which mm-hmm. is similar to what we saw in Queensland. Right. And you know, the snakes were out and about at 70 degrees, which makes you take a step back and you go like, well, I'm thinking that that's cold for them, mm-hmm. but wait a minute, this snake is out hunting and yeah. it's 70 degrees now. So like, I would think I would say that the the temperature swing for carpets, mostly carpets, is not the big factor. I think it's the food cycle for them. It's all of a sudden th- that spigot get turned gets turned off, so they still have that eighty something degree hot spot, seventy degree nighttime, but now there's no food. So so that right, but the difference with diamond pythons, mm-hmm. right, is that the wet and again i can only speak from what i've read mm-hmm. and how i've heard people breed them you look at the complete carpet book this is what basically gary valle sort of and he's sort of the diamond python expert if you will basically you're you're shortening the window mm-hmm. of hot spot right so it's not that you're you know the temps at night are, are going to be what they're going to be right mm-hmm. obviously they have to get colder right you have to keep them colder but i think really one of the big triggers with them is is that you're going from say an 8 hour hot spot to a 6 hour hot right. spot to a 4 hour hot spot to a 2 hour hot spot mm-hmm. and that's what they you know what you would do and then you would sort of go back up at least that's how i'm following. and that and, and that then makes you sense start feeding them you right. know to your point with the trigger with the feeding. So if it's so different from a coastal and a diamond, but yet they interbreed in the wild, like it's, it can't be that much different. And the thing is, is that again, you know, it, it, if it's in an integrate zone, you know, who's to say that the carpets, the coastals at the top of this range are going to act exactly. They may come into a different time to cycle, as the diamonds at the bottom of this range. 
So well, I think at the bottom of the range it's going to be much colder. Right. Whereas if you go to the top of the range where the intergrade zone is, it's going to be more like right. where it's a coastal carpet type of thing. Exactly. It's still going to get cold, but it's not going to get as cold. Exactly. Per se. So you know, intergrade zones I think are their own different beast like you gotta be like all these carpet all these animals in this area are all gonna cycle and breed at the same time because they all live in this area but these guys up here are not gonna act like these guys down here so that's that's that so here's it but oh go ahead with you know i mean i've already experienced this because i cannot breed my bread lie in my room with my carpets they have to get kicked right. out into the other room otherwise they will not go and i've cycled my bread lie down and i've gone I want to say it's like every other year. Like I have two females. So like one year, one female breeds one right. year, the other female breeds. And I've tried to breed them both in the same year and one female will breed. The other one won't. It just, they're just on that weird kind of a thing. So, and I don't do anything different. So I don't know. So, so here would be my question with yeah. that, right? So you're saying that, you know, bread lie is another example of, what what I'm talking about with as far as mm -hmm. like, you know, applying the Terry uh, fill up VPI method of like keeping everything at a certain temp and, you know, sort of sort of dialing it in there or keeping everything the same sort of way mm -hmm. is that eventually the sky, the sky, the stars will align and yes, you know, you'll the, run into and, a clutch. And you'll get a clutch. Right, yeah. But you're not going to be able to consistently no. produce it. And, you know, ever since talking with Chuck, about like I, I really respect the way that he's sort of approaching mm -hmm. breeding the Halma Harris, where he's sort of not really saying that he's figured it out. He's done it, mm -hmm. but he's not. He doesn't have the cockiness of oh, I, I've right, got two years now. Down, yeah, you know what I mean. So, so it's like to me, the key is is like not only producing them consistently, mm -hmm. but then being able to produce them with any pair that you get. Right. 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 So if I gave you a pair of coastal carpets, could I get them? I to promise breed? you. Yeah, probably. You're gonna get them to breed. Right. <laughs> it might, doesn't matter what kind. It might take me a year Correct. or two to get them into the Correct. thing. Yeah, but right. Yeah, but you're gonna nail it. Yeah, and you're gonna approach it with the same sort of uh, approach, if you will, that into you know, the formula you've always sort of of looked at that's, your formula. That, your that's room, why your formula. That's why I've been teasing this kind of stuff, like. My, my biggest fear is I'm still in this house when the other pair of team wars are old enough to go because now I got fucking decisions to make because <laughs> if I got let's let's say this yeah. team or pair works. Let's that say this team or pair starts breeding. But no, the biggest fear is that the other team or pair is like, let's say I have success with my adult pair. Mm -hmm. And then the pair I got from Rob that is they're, they're sub adults right now and they're they're eating everything hand over fist. If I get success with my adult pairs my big pair i have to now set up the other pair from rob the same way holy shit right that's two six foot cages with a tunnel right, <laughs> like, right. so i have to do that now like that's that's terrible right. like that is so um yeah i like we can't be in this house that we have that success now of course like M Melissa and I were talking about it because everything's kind of we got the new cages and the olive females are going to move over and the retic moved over and we got those big cages. So I'm going to bring my Kribo out and give them six foot cages with the tunnel for their own. So when it comes time to breed them, I'll just unhook those. And, you know, there's promise if I keep doing that pass through 12 foot cage bullshit, 
I used to use those for breeding my bread lie. I used to take them and chug them in these cages right. so they could drop down lower. And it's a lot of this kind of stuff. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I don't know, but it, it definitely uh, it sort of makes you think. And I guess like for me, right, it, it sort of just circles around to the whole thing is like what I would say a, a species sucks for me is that they didn't fall into that box of keeping the way I keep carpets, right? So if it doesn't fit into that box, I'm like, ah, this sucks because it's not adapting to the way I want it to adapt. Like, and I think my my flawed thinking was always the idea that they're all the same. They all want the same thing. So I have to just, you know, approach it like that. But really, yeah, they sort of are looking for the same thing, but I'm sure that they, there's certain things that you have to be aware of you know, again, with the, you know, the bull and I basking in the UV, if you just provide it UV all day long, 12 on, 12 off, you know, are you doing something that's that that could right. ultimately lead you from not having success? Because, you know, it's, it's not yeah. triggering what it needs to trigger. Whereas like, you know, maybe throughout the, maybe the length of the day is what it needs. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. it, it, it has to get two hours and three hours one day and a couple of weeks later it's getting four hours, whatever the case would be. However you say Maybe it needs whatever. that inconsistency to right. keep it on its toes. And so sure. now like, like say like it's inconsistent, it's inconsistent. And then for like a month it's consistent. Right. And that consistent month is what triggers it to ovulate. Cause they need to they gotta get the eggs on the ground and incubate them during this time so that they can have the babies during this time before things start going all over the place again. So there's a lot of that kind of stuff. So yeah. I mean, which to me is the, 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 the thing that I, I geek out about and I, right. I, I like to me think too. About, you know what I mean? Me too. And that's kind of why I do a lot of the species that I do. Cause they're fun to figure out. And yeah, if you have the success, it's freaking awesome. Yeah. But, um, you know, the, the other, the other part of it is this just, you know, it, there's, there's so much you can, try and do and to be successful it's kind of like you know a feather in your own cap is that i got this to work you know i did not not anybody else and you know and that i think is cool and some people get lost in that and that's why they kind of get into some of these hard to breed species and just kind of throw jello at the wall and then get frustrated and move them on so yeah well yeah i think a lot of people gotta, too you, don't maybe necessarily like i i don't know if they necessarily are, are they, are they, you know, Halma Harris comes to mind with this, right? Like, mm. I think a lot of people got into them probably because they wanted to be the person that bred them. And yeah, with the fame and, yeah. right. You know, like, I want to be forever known as the person that first produced Halma Harris, Halma Harris. Or, you know, yeah. whatever the case would be. And you have to really love the species if you, you know, want to be successful. You know, I, I think, I mean, think of Keith, like, I mean, mm -hmm. this must, this must be the, the, for him, it must be like the most exciting challenge. And at the same time, the most frustrating challenge. Yeah, you know dude, I, mean? I know, I know. <laughs> I've know, been trying to yeah. be, I've been trying to be breed gold phase whale lip for the past like eight years. Right. You know, and that's, so I would say that the way you get out of your headspace of like everything must be kept the same is you get something like an Asian collier bread where it's like, oh, no, it doesn't like 80 degrees. Like it doesn't like yeah. heat. Oh, OK. Like the top basking temp this thing wants to get to is maybe like 80 on a good day. Like, right. See, for me, it was mm. the Ackies. 
mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. Aki's are looking for a hot spot of 110 degrees. degrees. <laughs> and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> what, what now? You need to have those wrenches that get thrown yes. in the works. And I'm not talking like a bread lie where it's like, must be cooler come winter. Yes. Can do that. Like, right. you want something that really like, totally oh, different. These rhinos hate heat. Yeah, they like they like cool. Like you need to keep them at like eighty two max. Right. Like it is. Yeah, it 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 really makes you sort of dude. It's and it's something Whoa. like well, my Chinese king rats. There's no heat on them. Right. Like there's no heat on them, and they eat like it is there. Like I mean, they will gorge themselves, and you're like, you should be cold. They're not. Right. You should not be eating. They're shoving food in their face. Right. Like it is. Yeah. Yeah. Aki's, the Kim's, the geckos, all that stuff sort of like totally stepping like, out of whoa. Step whoa. stepping out of your because when, when you start as a herp or when you start as a reptile person, you build yourself your little box of your species, and this is how things are done. Right. With my species. When you get into other things that make you venture out, it really gets your brain moving and it really yes. gets you kind of considering stuff and it opens you up to a big wide world of fun stuff. And yeah, you could keep a bunch of species all the same way and all the same racks and all the things like that. And you could run into a clutch every once in a while. Many people have done this, mm-hmm. but sure. You could also try to do some different stuff and see what you run into too. Right. Like, yeah, I think, I think, you know, it just goes back to that old example that Terry used about the, the whole rattlesnake and the snow and you don't put snow into its cage. I do. <laughs> it's the only way I get my rattlesnakes to breed. <laughs> right. But at the same time, if the snake is out in the snow, obviously there no, has to I be... No, I don't breed rattlesnakes, honey. <laughs> Stop listening to my show. She's like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not yelling. That's just how I talk. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's like the <laughs> domestic at the McIntyre household. <laughs> there was Big Brother watching you, but now it's Big Mother's watching you. <laughs> it's overhearing every word that comes through. She hears all. She knows your snake buying habits over the past months. She's very weary now that you have a rear fang. Yeah, rear fanged venomous. If I keep getting, if I keep getting rear fang venomous, she's going to start questioning my sanity. Yeah. Yeah, well, we 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 do quite admire the rattlesnakes when we do go herping. We I mean. got, rattlesnakes are good for looking, not touching. Yes. It's yeah. like, yeah, no, don't only touch take pictures. The bitey no end. touch, no touch the venomous. Uh, but <sighs> anyhow, anyways, I think we're uh, we're quite it's we're good. there. Uh, I do love these you and me shows because they usually just devolve into arguments and topics and <laughs> yeah. debates and yeah. all this other stuff. And then the, like later on tonight, I'm going to be sitting on my pillow like, why do I do that? <laughs> like it's, it's um, honey, honey, wake up. Why do we do this? <laughs> like, yeah, it's funny, right? The shows we do right today, I would said to you, so just for everybody, right? This is supposed to be the book show, but me and Owen kind of <laughs> fell behind with finishing reading the book. And I'm like, do we, right. do we, should we? sort of wing it and i'm like nah it. we don't want to wing it we want to do it it's justice so let's finish reading it and then and mm. we'll we'll do it but think mm. of some topics and both me and you come and we're like shit we didn't, didn't think of any think. topics <laughs> all right let's just talk and here we are oh <laughs> uh, god in the beginnings and we would just kind of stare at each other now we have two hours worth of conversation yes. yeah uh excellent Christ. but uh 
yeah, I guess we'll close it out and uh, yeah. be uh, be paying attention to US Arc. Uh, it's mm-hmm. been a it's been a couple of weeks since uh, the big push or whatever. Contact your senators and all, all yeah. that kind of stuff. Go over and 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 join, uh, become a member uh, of US Arc. USARC.org. Um, it's very very important uh, to make sure that uh, we have somebody that that fights for the rights to, to keep these animals and, and be able to have reptile shows and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, to be able to, uh, to buy, you know, other, buy other the animals, ship the animals, and ship them yeah. all over the place yeah. and all of the, you know, shit, man, even the feeders would be mm-hmm. trouble, you know, like, I guess I better mm-hmm. start a dubia colony sometime soon, but uh, yeah, that's for another, <laughs> another show. We're, uh, if, if, if it passes, we're buying a, we're buying an airplane hangar and we're going to start breeding rodents. Uh, so yeah, yeah. we're going to have to, yeah. <laughs> it's going to have to be, have to. <laughs> yeah. we'll get pushed into that serpentarium one way or the other, one way or another, they're going to force us. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, it's, it's very important. And I think it, maybe in a week or two, they're going to come back from their break. And that's really when we have to hit it hard. So be paying attention yeah. for alerts and up, updates and all those kind of things. And, uh, hopefully, uh, it seemed like there's some good momentum behind, uh, you know, tr- everybody getting involved and trying to do their thing. Lucas mm-hmm. has a, uh, a giveaway going where he has a voucher. You got to go over, be a member, uh, you know, send him a screenshot that you became a member. You got to follow him. And, um, there's mm-hmm. one other stipulation that he had that I can't, but go over to Centralian exotics and you'll be able to see that for sure. Um, so that, uh, he's doing his part there to sort of, Uh, do his help. Um, yeah, so, so there's that. And then for us, info at MoreliaPythonRadio.com is our uh, email. MoreliaPythonRadio.com is our website. Uh, if you want to see what kind of podcasts fall under the NPR network, you can go check it out there or take you wherever you have to go throughout it. If you're interested in learning about carpet pythons, you can go there and, uh, keep updating everything, uh, slowly, Mm -hmm. but surely ticking away at that. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, we're going to be working on, um, uh, over the next couple of months, little videos and stuff about different stuff that we keep. And I know you sent some stuff to, um, I, I unloaded onto Lucas, all the video footage from Arizona. Okay. So, So and photos. So yeah, be on the lookout for that. Um, I'd like to do more stuff on the, on the channel with, uh, just showing off different carpet pythons and and such because uh i just want to make sure that uh they get some love too and um mm-hmm. so so there's that um i'm sure you know we got a couple of herping trips coming up uh looks like uh maybe yeah. doing australia in october so uh <laughs> so there's that you, you you know you know where you have to be though <laughs> yes. like, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah well it's not till the you, end of october the beginning no, of october is all yours mr mcintyre no, at the end That's of october right. Oh, I've missed you so. I'm my just gonna, sweet I'm just land gonna be down up against under. The, be up against my window crying because yes. I'm a, there. They go <laughs> so, yeah. trick or treat. Yeah, <laughs> like, go away, children. <laughs> Look, I found a carpet. Trick or treat. <laughs> uh, so, so yeah. So, uh, so hopefully we'll have some good herping footage. Can't wait to yeah. herp with Nipper. Uh, that's, that's, uh, that's going to be awesome. So we got that coming up. You need to know, you need to tell me when he's expected because I need to make sure I like disappear off the grid for, you know, I've, I've taunted him far too much. And yeah, if he's going to be on this side of the ocean, he may hurt me. (laughs) So I need to, when are we going? We're going out there in March, April, May, May, end of May, beginning of June. Is that that California or is that California is the end of March, but March uh, and then 
the other is one that is Arizona. The Arizona, yeah. So, and we'll be urban with uh, with doctor, the doctor. Hello, doctor, 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 doctor. doctor, doctor. Uh, <laughs> so that's good. I love herping with Justin. It's always a good time. Always have a good time with Justin, and you know, get to yeah. pick his brain. God damn it, man! You know, it's like it's you crazy to think. On the book anymore. Yeah, it, but it's crazy to think. Well, shit, man. Hopefully, the book is out, so then I'll Maybe. have some of that. You know, he, he's dear Mister. He's giving me Dr. little teasers, Zoolander. like little if teasers. Could, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna come up there with the book, and it's gonna have like little post its over the pages. You said on this page, <laughs> yeah, uh, I quote, explain <laughs> this to me. Yes. <laughs> what is this? What is this? About? What is this? What is this? <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, this should be awesome. Um, yeah, that's all I got. Um, cool. YouTube channel. So subscribe, watch, like all that stuff. Carpets and coffee is usually uh, every Friday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, is usually when we're doing that live. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. And hopefully, I think probably sometime soon we're going to be doing, I don't think it's going to be this weekend, but it's going to be the following Mm -hmm. weekend where we're going to be doing the uh, live stream for the Patreon stuff. So yeah, this weekend I kind of got to drive all over the place and uh, yeah, (laughs) next weekend better. Um, So yeah, uh, definitely go check out the uh, Teespring store. And if you want to reach out to me, it's rogue-reptiles.com and rogue underscore reptiles on Instagram. I will be at Hamburg early. So when if, is Hamburg? Uh, this weekend, Saturday. Saturday. Okay. Yep. Very yep. Good. All right. Yep. You want me to grab you a coffee at the place oh. and bring it down when I go? <laughs> oh. Dude, I might drive all the way up to Hamburg. I didn't know that was an option. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. There you go. Here's a cappuccino. <laughs> Sweet mama Jesus. I didn't think we would reunite again. <laughs> Unless I needed some ammunition or was looking for rattlesnakes. But say, it's one of those times where I I imagine I'd drive past you and it would just be like, look out the window as we drive past each other. (laughs) Were you going to the reptile show? No. No. (laughs) But this coffee, man. No, this coffee. Don't tell, don't tell people you saw me. All right. Uh, <laughs> so. I was stupid. I didn't even ask them what kind of beans they. Oh man, I got to get back up there. I don't. I don't know where they're they're sourcing their beans See, the from. Pro, the I don't know what kind of roast now, they got going on. It's, no, but the problem is now it's going to be like some sort of like you know, uh, uh, like Alfred Hitchcock movie or something like that. Where you're going to go and it's going to be gone. The whole building is <laughs> yeah, going to be never gone. Happened. Like, like, what? Oh no, it's a Stephen King novel. It's like <laughs> it never happened. It's never here. You'll never find it again. Damn it. So damn. Yep. Man, we yep. almost didn't go too because it was uh <laughs> I think I called all it was like Psalm 20 something is the name of mm-hmm. it or something. And I'm like, what You're is like, this? oh, this is Jesus this is this, uh, coffee. Just Jesus coffee? <laughs> like, what am I I'm gonna go have yes, a coffee to be preached to? <laughs> Uh, well, they yeah, could you, preach you, to me all day, man. Was, like, you went and you had a religious experience. Yes, as soon as like, I sipped that cup, I was like, there is a god. Yes. Uh, the nectar of the gods. I have now tasted it. Oh, it's delicious. God damn, that coffee was well. good. Holy shit. I don't know what it was, man, but it was it was so good. So, but I will say, but, I did talk about mm-hmm. it on Carpets and Coffee. I was able to replicate it pretty closely because now i can do the latte art shit 
and all like I, dude i'm going all well i just imagine the next time you're gonna go you're gonna grab one for yourself to drink and one to bring home to make sure mm, it's like <laughs> a lab set up in your kitchen must analyze i'm thinking like our next trip i'm gonna have like this like uh you know like you guys are gonna bring in your camera equipment you know uh you know uh video recording equipment mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh you know her books and here's me with my traveling coffee station and i'm gonna be the barista at the, the, yeah. the airbnb gentlemen what do you guys want like today i i'm fine with this you're usually you're usually up at the you don't sleep anyway you're no. like it's been i've slept a half hour i'm ready for three days what fuck <laughs> like, yeah, is wrong with you yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah Good stuff. Hey, we're still recording. We should end the show. <laughs> yes, yes. Enough of us ramblings, but I said yep. my piece. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in. We'll catch everybody next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>